Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the post-episode issues, The Game of Thrones, Season 5, Episode 9, The Dance of the Dragons. Oh, Holy... Yeah, they Disco. did fucking dance, but right now the thing that's mostly bothering me right now is, and I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it in the chat. I'm feeling it the world. The universal turnaround, the zip back and forth of Stannis. I want to ring him by his stinking little smug motherfucking neck. I want to echo what someone said in the chat. I'm not pit too pissed off at Melisandre. I expect this kind of shit out of her. I'm so surprised about Solis. This show totally goosed me with that. I know I'm I know I'm skipping over the fact that. Danny rode around on a dragon and drove and beat the shit out of a bunch of people. We'll get to that. But but fuck Stannis right now. Seriously. Fuck him. Yep. Fuck that false ass king bitch. You ain't the and king of nothing. No his God or he is him no longer anymore. the one true king in my heart. Oh my he God. had me until tonight. He lost my heart tonight, Joe. Well, you know what? I'm a you know what? With the wolf is this... broken. The wolf is broken, Joe. Whoa. I know. I know. It's okay, sweetheart. But with Whoa. with this with this episode tonight, um, if they hadn't have given us him fucking that Red Queen back in season two or three or whatever it was, <sighs> where my heart was originally kind of broken with <clears throat> TV Stannis, that <sighs> oh, this so would have been so much harder for me to accept at the moment. Um, because they already kind of tainted his character a little a couple of seasons Joe, ago. Joe, Joe, I'm angry! I'm so angry! I am too, because that was just like he cheated on a cold-ass wife that didn't like, you know... That was also very willing to burn her daughter in the name of fire. Up until like she heard the screams of her daughter. Like, Up until that. If you're going to do something like that, you have to be resolved. But, but before we turn around, you can't drag her to the spigot. But guys, but guys, before yeah. we get too far, uh, here we are. But this is post-episode issues. Uh, Game of Thrones. Please, guys, we see you guys in the chat. You guys are going fucking crazy and awesome. I'd like to thank everybody for all the hard work you guys did over this last week. This was a really awesome week for us. Thank you guys so fucking much for that. And everybody, if you want to get your comment in and you're in the chat and you want to make sure your comment gets said, you can email it to me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can tweet me at igotissuesman. I should get it. Or you can leave a voicemail, 781-990-8509, if you want to get your voicemail in and we'll try to play it at the end of the show. Theoretically, things are set up to take calls, but I'm dubious of that. As we know, it kind of messed up last week, but it might, it might be, my technology may have caught up to us. Well, we haven't tested it out. We haven't beta tested it yet but exactly so so guys let's get right into this but yeah fuck stannis what the hell i'm sorry to go back to that but cr craziness let, should we talk about dragons for a second to make ourselves happy that was uh, no i you know what i i'm i was depressed I was just so sad. Uh, yeah that was just it was really like because i know we're going to talk about the scene when we get to it but it was one of those television scenes where Every other show that does a scene like that, Stannis would have stepped in at the last minute and saved her. Or or even yep. Ra or even Ramsey would have showed up with his 20 men to attack again right at that Davos. moment to break up right. the action. Yeah, burned this little girl. That was, yeah. Exactly. They actually burned her. Ramsey would have shown up. Something would have happened Something. that would have stopped her from burning. They Stannis let the would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry, ah, my little girl, or I whatever. I totally didn't no. think they were going to burn her. They, I thought it was going to be like a big oh, bloodletting. No, of course you're going to burn her. Because they need the blood. No, no, you burn her like yeah. you did the, the wife's uncles and aunts and well, cousins yeah, and brothers on the beach. Yeah, but that was because they were heretics. They, yeah, well, they were talking about needing this girl's blood to turn the tide. I know, right? Beats. What kind of fucking kingdom do you want where you're willing... 
you are now the Mad King Targaryen. There is no, there is no difference between yeah. you and he. He burnt yeah. like other lords and their sons alive. It's worth, Joe. I'll take you one for fucking family. family, guys. Like, it was one it's thing. Remy was one thing. I wasn't necessarily upset of, or 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 thought that it was wrong for what he did with Renly. Yeah, kinslang. Okay, everybody's gonna say uh. that in the chat, and that's fine. But here's the thing: Renly raised an army to illegally seize what was rightfully Stannis's by the sweet talking pillow talk of his lover Loras Tyrell. So assassination like, was justified. Not necessarily assassination was justified because of that. Assassination of Renly was justified because it would have gotten thousands of people killed on the battlefield because uh Renly was doing the wrong thing. Yeah, but there was never any like now, discussion. Now I want to hit that meeting of the mind. You know, you know, he's king. He doesn't Let's hit up uh, Yes, they did they did discuss it Once. and Renly was like go fuck yourself Once. and Stannis yeah, and was like no you go fuck yourself of, uh, right, right, there. right pussy rules all and, and Loris's ass pussy was beautiful to Stanley. so let's, Stanley. let's right. jump in the <laughs> let's jump in the chat here quick Esfante says an interview with Dan and Dave after the episode HBO has the feature that said uh, George R. R. Martin talked about Stannis and Mel burning her so that must be coming in the books just a quick thought about the books uh Stannis is the uh, serial kinslayer, as uh, Renly was shitty. Lady Scree says, "Shireen didn't deserve." But but what I was, was going to say, Joe, when you went, what we're talking about the Targaryen Mad King. Stannis is worse than the Mad King. The, the Mad King wouldn't have burned his son. Uh, um, I think maybe he just was right. I kind of feel like that too. He was mad. He had other sons. <laughs> true. Very he was true. Mad. He would do anything to protect his family, but I'm just really pissed at Stannis right now. I can't. I can't lie. I'm just. I'm emotional about it. I, I got emotional in that scene. It, it. It has me thinking irrational. I want to break things. I want to break. Break. I want Brienne. I, now I want Brienne and Ramsay to double team this motherfucker. And I want to. I want to give a little shout out here to one of my other favorite YouTubers oh, too. Fucking and I want to laugh in the bitch. face of comic book girls robot. Go fuck you, Stannis, one true king. Fuck, you fucking motherfucker. I was with you. I was with you, little robot guy, but nope. <laughs> he was close. He was so close. Uh, Scout Dakota says, Shireen was an innocent girl. There's no logic for this shit. Knife to the back of the fucking Stannis. Assassin yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's knife to the back of his fucking skull. Oh, uh, that motherfucker. Assassin. Yeah. his little girl alive. His little girl who he swore his undevoted love to, not only like. Three, Un four episodes, undevoted, like, undivided, divided, whatever. Christopher, undevoted is more like it. Christopher says, yep. Stannis, the Captain Ahab of Game of Thrones. Vince says, for a while I sided with Stannis against Renly because it seemed like Renly was the arrogant, popular brother. Stannis was the more socially awkward one. But now I see Renly knew what Stannis really was. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I see... I've left, said, did the Starks worship the old gods? Yes, they did. Bill says, I predict Davos takes takes the black now. I predict Davos is going to go fucking crazy when he hears about oh, this. He, oh, yeah. he is going to be absolutely be devastated. devastated. He's no longer going to be looking at Stannis like he is the honorable man, the honorable man that he has King. always talked nope. about as. Yeah, uh, this is uh this is this is, in my opinion, now the absolute justification of the end of Stannis. And should he say and <sighs> There's no way he succeeds. I want to. Oh, I, I want to see what that fucking sick fuck is gonna do. I want to see Oathkeeper fucking slice him in half. I want to see Brienne bring down the fucking pain on the fucking one true bitch. Fuck this guy. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I'm angry. Let's get let's get yeah, into this recap. Me too. It's me it's too. it's fucking no, I'm horrible. Okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm very happy with that. This is an emotional episode. Oh yeah. I, I, Everybody, I'm gonna I, jump. I, in. I was whimpering in a corner I, I, at the end. She did. She never cries at shit. She never cries at shit. She never, ever, ever, ever cries at shit. I'm the crier. We watch TV. We watch movies. My fucking t- once the music starts playing, once they get that shit going in the dramatic scene, the tears start flowing. Once that violin or piano note hits, it always fucking happens to me. Her, she sits there like a stone cold wolf, like she like blood dripping, like she loves it. Like <laughs> it, she was crying this time. Not, not I almost cried. I welled up, but I didn't. The tears didn't actually. Let's get let's get let's get back to the chat support group for a second here. Uh, Farcloud said D- Davos knew this was coming. Davos was going to turn against he Stannis. Did. Vince says Davos is going to turn against Stannis now. Now that I think about it, Davos was the only reason I liked Stannis. Crystal says. I sincerely want the Red Witch to turn on Stannis. I think she will at some point. Oh, Bruce yeah. says Stannis is the reverse pedophile. Uh, I came, I saw, I left, said, is John the prince that was promised? We're going to talk about that later in the episode. Steve, five and the dude, says, I love how she was reading Dance with Dragons. Stannis says, why dance? It doesn't make any sense. Probably a dig on George R. R. Martin. Uh, Assassin says, I... I believe at the end of the series, the red bitch will realize that Stannis is not the foretold king and she'll abandon him. Steve says Stannis needs to be flayed, then burned while alive. Fuck that dude. I'm so pissed. Uh, A says that made me cry too. Loner Incognito says, yes, Stannis was the middle brother in the middle brother syndrome. Assassin says I cried as well. Sorry, I'm just hitting in the the chat crazy right now because everyone's dealing with this emotionally right now. We're all feeling. uh, And I think. This episode fucking killed you at the end there with that. And again, I'll say it again. Yep. Because we'll talk about it. In any other show, you expect something's going to happen. But they lingered on the screams for a while of that little yep. girl. They let you hear. The, they didn't show they it. absolutely do. That's so They lingered on the end. screams. Oh, fantastic. Fucking great. Thank you. What a f- horrible, horrible shit that Stannis did. But great fucking show. Amazingly shot scene. Let's get let's talk about that for a second. I mean, we'll again, we'll we'll graze over this when we get to in the episode because we're spending so much attention on this now. I just feel like we have to talk about this. Oh, and yeah, by the way, like we said at the, at the end of this episode, uh, Daenerys f- flew away on a dragon, which was a really cool scene. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. I got to say it was. It was really awesome. That's but- the actual part that had me. But let's st- let's start not. let's start our recap and uh, we'll get back into the chat in a second. You guys in the chat room are going absolutely fucking nutsoid and I love it. We we have uh, Brohawk Riley, uh, one of the best uh, streamers over there on Twitch TV. Brohawk Riley Couchmasters says says uh, holy fucking shit that was an awesome episode and uh, absolutely Brohawk, great fucking work, great fucking. Great job by them uh, transitioning some of this stuff to screen, as in with the Dragon Pit. And I knew that was coming, but seeing it all the same was still, I was I was going nuts in that moment. Great way to end the episode. Well, we can't Fantastic know work. anything that's coming at this point. No. no I, they keep diverging so far from where the book has taken us. So, well, the, yeah. I'm I always, mean, like, they, they come back around, but I'm always wondering. Yeah, we it's it's, all, it's anyone's guess what what's going to happen, yeah. what is happening. It's anyone's guess. They're uh, very they're two very different stories almost. Assassin, uh, I will. T- I totally overlooked that blue screen. Same thing as last week. There was one moment where it looked like a green screen, and I'm totally forgiving that. It's a TV budget, and they spent so much. Never ending story. There was that, a never like, ending Falcor vibe at the end. On, what, that one point. No, see, I didn't. 
there may have been uh, it was brief it was so we'll brief. talk about it when we get to it so with the episode opens up tonight on the camp we see a camp in the snow it's stannis's camp that fucking asshole and we see melisandre in her tent looking all concerned as she comes out to, <gasps> as we see the cold wind and she turns around to see a tent going up in blazes as there's fire people are hissing right now <laughs> people are running around crazy and we see a horse <laughs> flaming on fire running through it's pandemonium the next day, Davos, being our narrator, telling us what just happened, says it was a band of 20 men or less. No one saw them, but they burnt all our food to the ground and our siege weapons. Stannis, yep. Stannis immediately asks about the horses, and Davos says they're still counting them. Stannis says, how did 20 men get into our camp without setting an alarm? Davos says the northern men know their land more than us. And Stannis is like... Stannis goes all Robert De Niro in Casino when about the about the guy, the dumb dude that let let the casino get ripped off when he's like, either they were working with the enemy or they're or they're just so dumb they don't deserve yeah. to live. Right, exactly. And he's, and he's, and he's kind of right about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, these I don't know. These are native northerners who have worked and everything else on this land for generations. They know every inch of it. So the best guerrilla warfare going on, doesn't matter how good your soldiers are. They're not built for that kind of fighting. And they're not expecting fighting at this point. The snow, nobody can move in this shit. They're not expecting a sabotage attack until now. Nothing no. has happened. They've, it's been weeks that they've been on this march. There's they no have, expectation yeah. of seeing any enemies or anything like that. And I can't imagine it's so hard to just fit in. Yeah. Like, oh, we just got back from pissing. Good to see you guys. And then you spread out and burn some fucking tents down. Like, yeah, all these guys are frozen, starving, dehydrated, ill. And the northern, the 20 northern men, they know exactly how to move, exactly how to survive, how to thrive in this environment. It happens. They're, these soldiers are used to battlefield battles, not sneaky assholes in the middle of the night. Right. Uh, Scout said, are we sure that Mel didn't magically start the fires to precip- uh, to percep- uh, to help? <laughs> I totally had an Elmer Fudd move. Oh, uh, to help uh, push on Shireen's murder. I, I think she... Unsure of everything. I think she... I put nothing past her. But I, I, more, I more see it as uh, that she saw it as an extra sign from the Lord of Light that this is sure. supposed to happen. That this was the uh, last straw to push. She knew it would push Stannis yeah. in that direction. Well, yeah. and she, whether it's manufactured by her or it's spontaneous, she chalks it all up to a sign from God. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I, I was wrong about for my last prediction with the uh, with the pendant. I say that's yeah. We'll get to that when we we'll get to that when we get to uh, so, Dorn. I'd be I'd be careful of taking like the super sneaky. <laughs> route with some of this shit but, Sta- but I, I do like that that does sound good to me Stacy says uh, Stannis needs a lesson from Tyrion killing those devoted to you does not inspire devotion bad king syndrome correct, yeah. oh, correct. Tyrion such correct. a badass correct Tyrion and you is know what? a badass that's a, a great foreshadow line that just kind of completely uh, escaped all of us last week and that he was talking uh, loosely about Shireen and Stannis. Yep. Well, yeah, he was talking about people in power in general. <laughs> yes. Everyone has a certain code of ethics that they should follow as leaders. I can't. Steven says, piss on the Lord of Light. Bill says, the night is dark and full of assholes. 
I yeah. lift my leg on the Lord of Light. Tom has an interesting question. I don't understand how Ramsey's men were able to set the whole fucking camp on fire. Hanging the guards was one good thing that Stannis did. At least uh, pure. that was pure incompetence. And it was damn, like I said, it was damn close to it. Like, uh, there's, like there's got to be some sort of way of like, no, you're not coming back from a piss. You can't just walk in. What's the like? What's the password? You don't see yeah. them coming. Like, the snow is so deep they can't just be walking across a field. Even the fr- like even the freaking Ink and Paint Club and Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a code word that you needed to get in the fucking door. <laughs> you know, is Stannis running a fucking something like a tune bar here? He's not even as much, much much security as a tune bar that some some cartoon character villain named Ramsey gets to sprinkle <laughs> sprinkle uh, gasoline everywhere and light a fire. I know it's not gasoline, whatever. So uh, Dav- Davos is like, well, there's no food and no weapons. You know, maybe we should just. Maybe we should just go back to Castle Black. And Stannis is like, no, we're not going back. And I'm still on Stannis' side. I'm like, yeah, push on, Stannis. Davos. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still on his side with we can't we can't retreat. I'll be the 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 king that runs. But instead he turned himself into the I'm the king that kills every like I'm the I'm, I'm the king the that burns king my daughter. I'm the king that burns my daughter, basically. I'm the fucking right. asshole like- that burns my daughter. So Davos says, no disrespect, I never claimed to be no big city lawyer or nothing, but with no, f- with no food and no siege weapons, we can't go, f- we can't go forward and we can't go bl- back. What's the fucking plan here, Stan the man? As we catch a view of Melisandre and Solis in the corner and Stannis looks over and then Davos looks, excuse me, and then we get an intense moment of dread of what's about to happen. Especially once, uh, once he sends... Dave, Dave, once he sends uh, Davis away, we know there's me. no, there's no doubt what's uh, about to happen. Yeah, no Davos doubt. would never have allowed this to happen. He would have died to, trying to prevent it. Because he's absolutely right. You know, yeah, sure, a message boy wouldn't be able to say no, but one of your other generals could certainly stand there and keep saying, you know, too bad, you need to send us something. Yeah. Oh, Davos knew what was up. He was terrified of it, but he had to follow orders. Jonathan says, guys, I've been a Stannis fan from the very beginning. I didn't think there was anything he could do to change that. I never thought I would say this, but fuck Stannis. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. I didn't John, either. good was, comment, John. He was one of my favorite characters in the book, uh, yeah. without a doubt, uh, from from the first from the first <clears throat> sentence, even all the way up to like the last of what was in the books. Like I was um yep. this completely like blows my mind not quite like the zombie well, attack of last week but yeah no, <laughs> like, i've been wary of him ever since the uh shadow baby incident with melisandre <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dumb like and then looking, yeah still. and then the burning of yeah his in-laws but they're still family now i'm, I'm gonna and, well, 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 and then he tried to get on get it on with melisandre again just recently very true which i was creeped out by yeah hey. but i really thought his love for his daughter would override everything. I did too. I, I hoped. I, I did too. Was like, didn't he like kick her, kick her out of the room or something? Or, oh no, she just left. Like, kill your daughter, or you get no pussy. <laughs> yeah, and he said, "No, that's never going to happen." 
And it did happen. It didn't take too far to push him. I, this is something I want to put sort of a Jostress in and maybe talk in a book club episode after the season's over. But I, I wonder how this affects people's vision of Stannis going in, especially with what Dan and Dave said after the episode about this is something that they've talked to George R. R. Martin about. So this is something that's hap- coming for Stannis in the future of the books. That's, it's just one of those interesting things. I kind of just want to put a Jostress in and that we can talk about in a different episode. We can talk about that in a different time. Yeah, he's a, diff- a slightly different character. It shows you a different That's side so of him doing this. So as Stannis yeah. walks away towards so. Melisandre, he says, have the horses butchered for meat as they walk down. It's a great transition of snow, of walking snow as you think it's Stannis, but it's actually Jon Snow. Uh, okay, can I, can I, I, I know you, you wanted to talk about it later. but No, let's talk about it. I don't want to talk about book stuff right now. I No, no, no. Like, just like a, I would love for what to happen in the book is... Uh, he he doesn't do this. He stays honorable and meets another untimely death. Like they could do that, just as long as he's still dead, it doesn't matter because then that leads to like the same kind. Like if he dies either way, and after this point, it's all right if Shireen lived or or didn't. Yeah. Or... He's spiritual. There's a lot they could do. Like it might show. not be like that big of a deal if he doesn't no end soul. up doing anything in the first place. You know, like. <laughs> So we, sometimes armies just freeze in the middle of fucking nowhere. It does happen. It happened. It happened twice to armies invading Russia. Oh, it happens right? all like, the time. And or they eat each other. Like so, like hell, like shit. That could be a great fate for Stannis, the king who the king who went mad and then froze. Drink, oh, Far Cloud. Drink, Far Cloud. Melisandre, <laughs> and then freezes to death. Yep, d- ah. Far Cloud shots. So so we get that great transition of the snow walking the snow as Jon Snow and the Wildling groups and 1-1 one, one are approaching the wall. 1-1! Is he the last giant? He's the I'm last so one. I'm curious. So it's a big force and we see Ed and Tormund and uh, the kid kid in front as they look up and Thorne looks down at them with disgust and uh, he hawks a loogie on them. He's like... As, uh, he you saw that too. He, okay, he I was shocked I and disappointed. He did. Yes, he looked like he very. Did not expect to see Jon Snow ever again, Alive. much less right. with a whole bunch of people behind him. Well, it kind of proves everybody wrong about about the wild things. Like they are willing. Yeah. To, I They're mean, they are just kind of fucking people. Yep. And uh, I think I think he has a grudging respect for Jon Snow, especially at this point. He doesn't like him. But he has a respect for him. He actually called him Jon Snow tonight, which was interesting. Yep. He he lo- so he looks at everyone and he uh, steps up and gives the sign to open the door. And it's tense music, a lot of eye fucking as Thorne opens the gate. And uh, th- we focus for a second on some slimy asshole guard. Um, as, so as as John is uh, John is uh, relieved that they're actually letting them in. John seems a little bit okay. surprised that it was yes. that easy. Now, uh, John's talking to Sam as we cut over to John talking to Sam, and John says it was a failure, and Sam says, no, it wasn't a failure, uh, and he goes, so many people died, and I was supposed to save them, and then Sam starts going, well, that person didn't die, well, that didn't person, didn't die. well, they're only alive because of you, and John turns to him and says, deadpan, they know that, that fact isn't lost on them, that's the only reason that they're supporting me. <laughs> yep. They all would have been wiped out, yep. if not for those ships. And so all the knights will- all the Night's Watch people are so pissed off watching this as 1-1 enters the house and all the men in the Night's Watch are like freaking the fuck out. And it's a great visual of him walking past John and Sam and uh, and looking down on him like, holy shit. It's just, this, it's a really awesome visual. They did, yeah, they did giant great. Mm. They did amazing giant work. 
And it's just interesting. I want more. It's interesting to think that that giant's walking through that tunnel that his uh, that his king got killed in. I wonder if he's if the giant mm. was considering that and thinking that as he's walking through the door. Oh, yeah, I'm I sure. I'm sure. And I they're all they're all thinking, everyone. They're all this thinking is, that. Everybody yeah. on both sides is is exactly thinking that. I think that not only are they thinking that, but they're also the, all the wildlings as they're walking through. They're not thinking they're triumphant or anything like uh, that. Uh. They're thinking like, oh, you know what they must owe to the crows for opening the gates mm. at this point. Uh, especially mm. after what they just saw, they would all be fucking dead. I think they're thinking of that along with surveying the territory and figuring out how to kill and escape. And, and Just I, in case. Bef yes. Before we go past it, I also want to say very small, and a couple of people are saying in the chat too, Lady Squee says that, a couple of other people I saw it uh, pass by. Sam, in that very my small moment, was so awesome. John, he's so oh, essential yeah. to John to John's sanity and just, I, I love Sam. And not that I don't like when he has long longer scenes when we get into his love stuff, but I really like Sam in this sort of context. Yeah, he's really, he's stepping into Maester Eamon's shoes. Exactly. Yeah. As very much so. He learned some good lessons from that dude. Yes, he did. And he took them to heart. And it's I love him. So oh. so Sam also knows when to run away because he doesn't want to deal with Thorn. As Thorn comes over to John and Sam <laughs> scoots away, and Thorn says, "You got a good heart." And this was the interesting thing. This is probably the biggest compliment Thorn ever gave him. He goes, "You have a good heart, John Snow, but it's going to get us all killed." Maybe, As but what a way to die. Jo John should have just. And someone said it in the chat. I'm not sure who said. It, I saw it pass by. Why isn't Ed like the minute Ed walks in there goes, guys, you don't know what the fuck we just saw, and starts like trying to preach, preach the, uh, preach the word of Jon Snow right yeah. now. Winter is here, guys. Shh, he's not kidding he's about this. Nowhere. Yeah, I, th I think they're all still in shock. Yeah, At all of them through that whole trek, they're just still in shock. Yeah, they are. Like what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck did we just say? So, so I also want to mention that John did smile at Ollie, but Ollie ran away. And uh, so, so as we get Thorn uh, walking away for a second, uh, we get him grumbling to get out of my way, wildling. Get out of my way, wolf. Move. <laughs> yeah. Ruff, ruff. I love that guy. So okay, <laughs> okay. Let's cut back to Stannis, and I, I believe that's all the wall. While we have for the night, uh, so so we'll leave. We're gonna leave the. I think it is, yeah. We're gonna I think leave the. Sure going through it, exactly. We're gonna leave the wall there. Hopefully, we'll get back to it next week. We'll see. So, so we cut back to Stannis in the tent, looking at flayed men's pieces on a map, looking down. Davos comes in and says, "You sent for me." And there's a lot of talking going on in this scene, but ultimately, it's all about him needing to send Davos away because yeah. he knows that Davos can't be here while this is happening because he would, as many people in the chat have already said tonight, Davos would lay his own head in the line. He would jump in that fire and rip that girl out. Absolutely. He would have died. He would have died, died trying. Absolutely. Yeah, he would have died or killed a bunch of people and then died. He would never have let that happen. Never. Fucking never. <laughs> Sorry, he fucking was living never. living on his hope that Stannis was the father that he portrayed himself to be. Father, the father, the, the king, king, the man. man. Doesn't this? Absolutely. Just he was terrified, and he was living on that hope. 
just to go back a little bit f- from a few episodes back when we got the scene with Stannis and Shireen, the, the bonding scene a few episodes back. It's just, it, that's so evil of them. It, just to go back and make how things in the past can become better when the future things happen. The fact that they did that to us and it put us on that emotional ride. Fuck you guys in the best possible way, H- yep. uh, Dan yep. and Dave. Because that, that is excellent right there. That's totally fucking with me. And I see why you put that scene. Yeah, way to way to way to emotionally wreck me and make me totally be at an all-time Stannis love fest. If you listen to earlier podcasts of the season, as I'm like being like, I've fallen in love with Stannis, he's the best. To this point right here, fuck you in the best possible way. God, you did a great job. Breaking hearts gloomily. Yeah, look at the flowers, Shireen. Yeah, look look at the flowers, Shireen. Look at the flowers. (laughs) No, 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 no. I, th- did someone say that? No, I didn't say oh, something about the wall. No, the wall is not boring. I just, I, I'm going to, there's so much more to talk about this episode. So, uh, so, so I'm, I have a feeling we might get into more wall action next week. Who is that? That's, that's, I came, I saw, I left. Ah, oh, the wall is okay. fantastic. Yeah. They Marine just... has been kind of boring in my mind. It got a little bit more exciting this season than it, than like any of Danny's stuff has gotten more exciting this season, but. Well, the thing about the wall, they seem to keep them I love the, oh, sorry. short and profound, the scenes at the wall sometimes, like stark and simple. <laughs> no pun intended. Profound in that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so it, like, it gets to the point, kind of, at the wall. So so Davos comes in, he says, you sent for me. Stannis says, uh, yeah, take a few horses. I'm sending you back to Castle Black, he tells Davos. Stannis says, uh, go get me food and tell Jon Snow if he does that when I'm king. I'll hook the Night's Watch up. Uh, but I just want you, basically, I just want you to go so I can kill Shireen. He says, uh, Jon Snow can uh, protect all, 17, all 19 castles of the Night's Watch if he wants uh, on, ca- on, the, on the wall. Davos says, I'm your hand. I can't abandon you. Uh, a, a monkey could deliver this message. And Stannis says, uh, what if he refuses? A monkey won't know what to say. <laughs> so you need to do the job. So Stannis says, you're getting an order. Bring me back what I want now. So fuck off. Get out. He gives him the Gordon. Fuck off. Get out of here. Yeah. D- true that's a valid point because davos kind of connected with john snow absolutely so it's not like sending any authority figure or any messenger but davos smells the shit here and davos says okay okay i agree with you so excuse me why doesn't the queen and the princess come with me that's a smart idea Stannis oh, says, I he, the queen? Um, I, didn't, I thought he said just the prince. No, he said both. Yeah. And then Stannis says, my oh. family comes with me. And then Davos says, no, let me at least take Shireen. The war is oh. no place for her. And then Stannis says, no, we are here and, and I'm staying with my fucking family. Well, I'm still, I'm still with him in the fact that uh, the wall is no place for her as also. Uh, sure. But well, he's, oh, yeah, Joe, Joe, I'm going to jump on you a little bit here, Joe. Right. I, I agree with what you're saying, Joe, I agree with you what you're saying, but it's, Stannis isn't thinking that way. Stannis is, no. is, is using the right decision, but doing it for the wrong reason. He's doing yeah. it for his purposes because he, because he yeah. wants to get Davos out of the situation. I wonder if that wasn't his reason for taking her along all along. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was he was struggling with that and not so hard set on I love my daughter. No, hmm. mm. yeah. 
but yeah, you gotta think, you gotta think like that in the sense that he might have initially wanted to never do that, and he believed what he was saying. But it was more one of those things where you're convincing yourself. And this whole yep. time, he knew that ultimately, I believe in the Red Witch, and we're gonna get to the Red Witch stuff because uh, we have a question from Alexia that uh, that deals with that that we'll get to in our voicemail section at the end. Yeah, it's like a part of uh, Stannis just accepted that that was inevitable. But outwardly, he's saying, no, 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 no. But sure, come along just in case. <laughs> and uh, so we're here. So we cut out with Davos and we hear men coughing and sick men. We see men lining up in line, all trying to eat as Davos walks up. And uh, we get, come on, come on. And uh, we go into a room that is with Shireen. She's reading a book. He goes, what book are you reading? He's re she's reading Dance of the Dragons by Grandmaster Munkin. Hey, I read that. Yeah, me too. He said, or I listened to it on it's tape. It's a little different than Westeros. Yeah, it's a different, a different book. A different. Slightly different story. Same, same idea. Somewhat. Sure. So it's more, it's more uh, similar to uh, something as we get into a scene later when Shireen's talking about it, about how uh, Stannis can relate to it because of a story of two siblings fighting. Uh, uh, so, so he's. I'm so mad. Shireen was such a sweet and intelligent girl. That's why she had to die. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> as far as evil-minded individuals are concerned. Must crush sweetness. Should have sent it to Marin Prince camp for a week. Cri oh, Crystal asks, so Shireen was the last Baratheon, so why doesn't why does he even want the throne? Maybe he thinks he can have a, find another uh, he can have another child. He's probably hoping he can do that. Yeah, and he, already, that he they had were... the shadow baby. Maybe he thinks he can have a, a real, another real baby. Well, they kind of kept Shireen in hiding for a long time, so I don't think he's banking on Shireen ever taking the throne. Very true. If he ever wins, Bill it. has a question: Who would you rather kill right now, Ramsay or Stannis? Stannis is number one on my shit list right now. Number fucking one on my shit list. When... Uh, yeah. Dude, I, I just want to say something. He's awful, but he's just generally Yeah, awful. I just want to say something that, yeah, Stannis at this point, when, more than anything, not even just killing Shireen, making me root for Selyse in a scene. Yes. Fuck you, yes. fuck right. you, Stannis. Yes. Right? Fuck oh you. Oh my goodness. You motherfucking motherfucker. Oh. That's, that's why I'm angry. That's why I'm angry. Uh, Ramsey later. Fucking Stannis must go first now. Oh, I was hoping that uh, wifey there would make it to the fire and at least throw herself on with Apulia says, I miss Joffrey. After all, I miss Joffrey too. Oh. He was such an innocent They do terrible things to us. This oh. show does terrible things to our brains. Like making us miss Joffrey. Oh. So, yes. oh. So he sits down and he talks to her about about a book and uh, about the book that she's reading and she gets uh, and she talks about the end of the book and a couple things that happens. But anyways, he gives her a toy or her, her sigil and she kisses him and says, "Why'd you make me? Will you make me a doe too? Why do I get a gift?" And he says, "You deserve it. My son kept on me to read, but I, I never thought I'd do it. I got so far in life, so I kind of just said, "Fuck it." But you pushed me, and I want to thank you for making me a grown up. It's just such yeah. a warm and loving scene. She's so smiling. And again, damn you, Game of Thrones, for emotionally yeah. investing me so much in this little girl this season that I even more so this season and just showing, as Katie put, er, put uh, said earlier, how bright and how uh, we talked about this a lot in a, a couple episodes ago, how she has the personality of, mm -hmm. of Renly in a lot of ways, that charming personality. Yeah. And anyone in Stannis's life that has that charming personality, I guess he has to snuff out because yeah. he's a fucking middle because he has the middle child syndrome. He wants to yeah. kill his. 
baby and kill his fucking younger brother. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You knew when Davos had that deep, personal, intimate conversation with this little girl about their bond and what she meant to him. That was the end of her. Yep. I got to say, too, uh, way to go, Game of Thrones. All the kids that you have cast, usually... Wow. People get the, the casting agents and directing it so wrong. Mm. So poor. Like, oh, this kid's cute. Doesn't matter if he can't act a fucking lick. Doesn't or matter this any this of that. Or right, this kid's kid, that person's blah, blah, kid or blah, blah, son. Blah, 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 blah. And that may or may not have happened in Game of Thrones, and I don't know about it. But for the most part, all of these kids you've chosen are very good actors. Amazing. Yep. Oh, no, uh, someone said uh, we need a Joe rant. Oh, well, we're getting the Dorn. Don't worry, guys. We're getting the Dorn. <laughs> So, so, uh, so he wanted to thank you for making him a grown up. I'll be gone for a few days and let me know how the da- dance in the dragons gets when I get back. She says, read it yourself as she smiles, looks at her toys. It's so fucking sweet. And as Ren Renwood said in the uh, comment section, you're making me cry again. Just thinking about it starting yep. to make me fucking cry again. So, oh, yeah. so yep. we, so I was we, hoping Davos would just snatch her. Yeah. Take her with Take you. Take her with you. Fuck You've what daddy said. You know what's coming. Do you know what I'm going to do, you guys? Know. Guys, I'm going to watch the episode again later, oh. and hopefully something different will happen the next time. Yes. I hear that yes. happens do occasionally. It, it does. Thrones changes. It does. It's like a choose your own adventure book. I, I was playing it the other day. I was playing that game. <laughs> so we cut so we cut to Dorne and we get that shot of Jamie that we saw in the first trailer that we've been that we've been waiting for all season. No. It's the it's the, the overhead shot, that cool kind of a cool visual into a room. And I, I have to say, again, the the Dorn stuff didn't bother me too much. Now I like all the stuff with Doran, and I like some of the stuff we got with the Sand Snakes in the prison cell. The only thing I'll say about it is because there was so much other stuff. I was so invested in what was going on with the other two storylines. At times during it, I felt like I wasn't quite as emotionally invested in what was going on there, quite as much as what was going on in some other places. That's not to say it wasn't done well, but I thought J- Doctor Bashir Doran was freaking awesome in these scenes. It was yeah, good to see him. Good to very see him. Much so. Good to see him dig in a little bit. Good to yeah. see. Ilaria start to wake up to the facts of the situation uh, towards the end of the scene and I, I thought sp- all the stuff with Doran was really good I, I guess I'm just I, no- yeah, what, what I were you really saying? I enjoyed the little girls yeah no I, I enjoyed the little girls they're getting better and they're, they're, get, getting, they're better. getting better they all hate each other too you can see it like they're only together but, right now because of fucking what's ha- like the tragedy in their life yeah, I mean they're getting they're getting better but it's like it's it's like when you eat at a bad restaurant but you keep going back and you're like oh, it's not yeah, it's getting yeah. better I, I still don't think they're good and I still don't think it matches yeah. with the level of with everything else that's going on in other places of the level of the acting and the scene and the and the investment you have it's in the in the emo- Yes. It just yes. feels like you're going into a different universe slightly. Doran, Braun, and Jamie are basically keeping it all alive. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, big axe guy. Uh, Hoto. Uh, Ariel Hoto. Hoto. Yeah. Hota. Yeah. But Ilaria was. About someone said it in the chat too. Ilaria was better in this episode. She was. She was. She. Well, that's because she kissed the fucking ring, bitch. She did because she went off in some of that dumbassery, Joe, again about how Jamie's to blame in that first scene. Well, well, yeah. So we get into this room with Doran, who's uh, who's saying, "Sorry, Jamie, we started without you." And Princess Marcel is there, as long with Ilaria Sand, and uh, who's giving Jamie the eye fuck, and he greets Marcella. Hi, Uncle Jamie. Hi, she's I'm not just there, but she's she's there. With her shoulders exposed and a little skinny strapless uh, dress, Getty strap 
dress it's there. It's a maxi sundress. Yeah, it's a maxi, all right. Uh, the scholar says Doran should be way more badass than this. Uh, Doran should be a lethal player, all for the Dornish master plan. Dot dot dot. Uh, uh, and, uh, see, yes and no, no. I, yes I, and I, no. he understands war. I, I would and say in understanding war. You avoid it at all costs until you can. And I will also say that I think we saw, and I pointed it out a couple of times and we're going to get to it, we saw a little bit of the real Duran a couple of times tonight. I don't. I think he's just, he knows how to offer, to show one thing to some people and have a complete other thing going on in his head. And I think, and you saw that a little bit tonight with when he was looking at Ilaria, just giving her, shut up, shut up. You don't think I have, you don't think I'm, you don't think I have something in mind, shut up. Up and no, just no, get... no, 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 mm. Phil, I, I'm sorry. Um, I want to say this. Fuck Prince Duran. I hate him. I can't stand him. He's an awful character. I think you guys are going to be on board with me too when I when I get to my point here. Um, if you like him too much, don't kill him. Okay, very true. Oh, very oh, true. He sucks. Good point. Good point. He sucks. He's, he's so awful. Boring. I hate how he. I hate how he's the only person that gets the Dornish accent, except for uh, except <laughs> yeah, for the Red Viper. Yeah. I hate that so much, he, dude. He, he needs to rough it up. Though. He needs to. Yeah, he needs to call. He needs to. He needs to watch the Sand Snake. He needs to watch the Sand Snake scenes and see how it's done. But I do think yeah, that. Learn from the three daughters. But I do Ugh. think I do have to say about them in the prison scene, as it still was silly a little bit. I. I like them more. I wish they were introduced like this yes, a little bit more. Yeah. It would have made cushioned the blow of yes. of whatever. Tyene's pretty damn cute. I I, I like her, and uh, and we got to learn a little bit more about Nymeria today in this episode too. And I yeah, I, and I, their relationship <laughs> with each other. Bruce Samansky, yes, sand snakes are silly little bitches. I agree. <laughs> So so Tristan's there too and Hoto's there. Uh, he, he Jamie says it's a lovely dress and says uh but tries to be a father for a second, goes, You must be cold in that. She goes, the climate agrees with me. Then he jokes to Tristan how Yeah, he was calling her a slut. <laughs> he was calling her a slut, yeah, absolutely. A little bit of his hate for Cersei was coming out there. And uh and he goes to Tristan, how's your how's how's your face? And Tristan's like, Oh, just a flea bite. And Ilaria's like Ilaria gets in his face. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in Dorne? And jo Jamie's like, I'm here to look after Marcella, uh, the safety of my niece. So Doran says, now, instead of sending a raven or a message, you come here under secret. What the hell's going on? I thought Joe was going to be right here in a second. And Jamie says, we got a message. It was a threat. And Ilaria looks really uncomfortable right away. So immediately it was like, oh, shit, she sent it. As Marcella says, the necklace was stolen from my room. Ah, uh, okay. Well, too bad. We th we all thought we wanted it to be a little. I was so hoping I was right. I was so hoping that, that it was Cersei. Uh, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh please, oh please, oh please. And she said that was stolen. I was like, fuck. I hoped she was mm. like, what this one? Like and had it on or some shit. That would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I would have felt so happy about all my years at the University of Television. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Bill says, uh, guys. I love the Sand Snakes. Most of all, they're all awesome. <laughs> yes, sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. No. They, they are the so most sexy dynamic and hot and dynamic and, oh, and deep. amazing characters. Oh. Such death. I hope they never die. I like the only thing I really liked in this episode about them was the feel <laughs> was the feeling of being children. They definitely had a feeling of uh yes, of yeah. being children and I and I like that. So Jamie says uh so is this my last meal before before my beheading? And Doran says, I can't. I don't want to wage war. I've seen I've, many of my people. Excuse, excuse you guys, Kate. Wolf. Just for the record, that was that was the wolf. I need a crow or 
so so she says uh doran says uh many of my people want war but i've seen bloody bodies i've seen the orphans i don't want to leave my people down that road and uh and then and this is where where uh she uh, Laria turns around and goes ah, well you what do you want to do you want to just be a coward and break bread with lannisters and doran gives her this look like yeah, fuck you. That's right. That's what we're doing. We're breaking bed with the Lannisters. Shut up and let me deal with what I let me. I have a plan here. Shut up. And they didn't kill your fucking lover, dude. You. Oh my god. Just get let just Joe. Joe. In fairness, no the Lannisters. Joe. The, There's and, zero reason and, she has done nothing oh. but try to undermine you. Start a fucking war. You believe in second chances? No. no I think she's right, Joe. Joe, I think she's right. The Lannisters are to blame for that crap. Uh, oh. No, no, and they could have killed uh. Tristan. <laughs> they didn't. They absolutely her nephew there, or right. what? Her could, lover's yeah. nephew, not hers, but whatever. Her lover's nephew there could be dead, not dead. <sighs> God. <laughs> Just knife her to the back of the fucking skull. Be done with her. I'm done with her. I, I like. Well, it, they, yeah, uh, I'm she so could. Done she with could her. make it. She could have made a turnaround tonight. She, she was didn't. emotional. She didn't. She she knelt and she. she cried. Yeah, because she was gonna die otherwise. That's like like kiss my ring or die. That was her choice. That's not like oh dying. I'm doing it out of fealty. That was I'm doing it out of fealty to life, not I to you. She, I think she's I justified, think Joe. She wants to die to be with her true love. No. Love, but she knows that this dude she was right the, the whole time, and she's been crazy. No uh, oh gosh, uh, I I also speaking just you said Valhalla, so I want to say it. Eric Nolan, one of our listeners that was on the last episode of Hard Home, just got his call. For anyone that's interested or watching that show, he will also. <laughs> Who is in Viking season three? Will also be in Viking season four. So, I'd like to thank big congratulations to Eric, who's doing very, very well. And you can check out his stuff. He's also a really awesome singer, so you can check out his SoundCloud and all that sort of stuff. You can share it in the comment section. Really awesome dude. So, congratulations for all the all the stuff. Thanks for keeping me posted. Got to get you on the show one of these times for a breakdown, and you can tell me what's going what's going on within contractual obligations and all that sort of stuff. Love to hear about. Celebrity interview. Oh my god. Girl needs to die. Fucking, I don't get it. Whoa, I don't what? get it. What? Who? Prince Duran just fucking offer. Have that big dude with the polax oh, chop her fucking head off. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I've got this plan calculated. Come on. So then he, uh, then he proposes a toast to Lord Tom, to uh, Lord Tommen, to King Tommen, and uh, proposes the toast. And Alaria, she pull, pours out the drink in spite. Killer. Yeah. Killer. Right there. That was her second chance. <laughs> that was it right there. I mean, I'm gonna, like, that is so fucking rude. That is so. Who's gonna clean that up? Who's the poor bastard that's gonna come in and uh, fucking get Cersei? on his hands and knees? <laughs> Cersei, yeah. This is where Cersei, yeah. Can we call Cersei down? That could that be your punishment? She'll slip all that shit up. Lick quick. it up. Lick it up. This girl's really looking for some. The Dornish sour is her favorite. You know. Oh, she fucked up. Scout Dakota says Tommen Tommen dies of what? Blue balls? <laughs> Pretty much. Tommen's locked himself in his room from like we haven't heard from him. Tommen desperately needs someone <sighs> to help him. Like Tyrion, maybe? And yes. Someone No, we are we like already know Tyrion or Tyrion or his or Kevin or Kevin, maybe. Sure. I don't. I don't know if Kevin is yeah. a great guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Well, hopefully, we'll catch up with Kevin next week. So, Dor- very nurturing. And understanding. So Duran says, uh, "King Tom or Jamie said 
Duran says, King Tommen insists on Marcella returning home, and she'll go home with you, Jamie. But my son's going to go, too, to help bridge the alliance and mm-hmm. keep the alliance going between mm-hmm. D- Dorne and the Iron Throne. And uh, remember the Red Viper, uh, my brother? He sat in the the uh, the small council, and Trist- <clears throat> Tristan, with his horrible accent, will sit on the small council as well and, yep. and uh, be making us... Constantly be forgetting and remembering, yeah. remembering the uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, the Red Viper is gone. So, but it's a really awesome, well, and it's what awesome play. He needs his sister. Absolutely. So, if anyone at this point can help him out of his mire of misery and self-loathing and just innocence lost, his sister, hopefully. And and one of one of the things too is um, Aww. is the the in the prince here prince duran the the uh martels have always kind of had a pipeline right to the iron throne they've always been marrying because of how they were kind of conquered they weren't conquered the unbent unbroken unbowed or whatever bowed they are able to retain their prince titles never king you know their princess titles never queen and very often they were the ones chosen to marry princes of the Targaryen family and, and family members. Yeah. So they were always, so when the Roberts rebellion happened, they kind of, that was it. They were 100% on the side. Should we try Targaryen. to take a call? Uh, you know, yeah, I'll, yeah. Let's see if we can take that call. Oh no, it went to voicemail. So uh, you'll, we'll have okay. a voicemail. If anybody wants to try again, if you want to try again, we might, we could try to get the call and see if it works. See if so, tech, yeah. sorry to interrupt you there, Joe. That's I, right. But I agree with you, and that and that's part of why Duran knows the way to get in there is through marriage and through pro, through probing and through through that way. He's smart to keep keep his son there, put his son in that situation. Now, uh, Jamie says that he will have a place in the small council. You have my word. Alaria says the word of a kins, kingslayer. Then she says, uh, Ooh, then she gets in Duran's face and says, "You can't stand because you have no spine." As he grabs her hand and says, "Listen to me. You're the mother of my nieces that I love, and for the for their sake, I hope you live long and prosper." Sorry, but but <laughs> if but if you talk to me again like that, you will not. As uh, yep. as Jamie kind of waits a pregnant pause, and he says, uh, "Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's try before we talk about Jamie. Let's see if this works." Hello, you're on the air with the Issues Program. Can you hear me? Yes, I do. Excellent. Welcome to the show, oh, Joe. Can hear you too. Can you hear hey, Joe? This is, this is Jay. Hey Jay, how's uh, it going? I'm the guy hey, I called last week. You didn't know who it was. Oh, welcome, Jay. Um, hey, George, like. You know, save Danny. That was cool and everything. But you guys noticed that he actually touched her with his hand, and I and I'm not sure not if it was the oh, infected yeah. grayscale yep. arm hand. I Did noticed that know? too. That tied into uh, my questions. About thank you, grayscale. thank you so much for the call. Abs- absolutely, I did know. I did notice that, and it really yes. bothered me a couple of times because a lot of people have been talking about skin to skin contact. He was sweating yeah. all over the place, and in he that fighting pit, fucking. Bombed her. That's why I like. I think last week I was asking, and I'm very curious still. How yeah. exactly is this transmitted? Do you have to touch yeah, the actual like, grayscale patch? He went in There's and he is fucking it poisoned and that bitch. Awful. Yeah, Awful. like it does. If he sweats all over himself and then touches someone, is they are. Oh, it's a it's a horrible situation. A live caller, Phil? Yes, thank you so much for the call, Jay. We'll t- we'll talk to you soon. 
Can I ask you a question about the show? Yeah, one second, one second, one more more question. What's up, Jay? Uh, Yeah, Uh, how come the wolf, I mean, how come the stuffed wolf has changed from a stuffed uh, crow? I kind of miss the stuffed crow, and I would actually like to see who the heck is the voice behind the crow on camera one day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Jay. We'll talk to you soon. We'll answer your question off the air. So, so Jay, thank you you so much. You can find pictures of Katie Crow, and I do have to say, on one of our earlier reviews, I was watching some of the earlier Game of Thrones reviews, there is one early review, I'm not going to tell you what episode, that she walks by the camera. So if you want to see Katie, you can see if you find her in the prize. Is that our first contest, Phil? Maybe, possibly. What? so so and, and as for as for when the crow will be back, the crow will be back. Katie is Katie, Katie can warg into many different animals, so I'm sure the I'm, in training. I'm sure the crow will will make a return at some point, possibly in the season finale next week, guys. So awesome! We do, yes, we just took we just took a live caller. Another live caller. Oh, are we taking another live call. Let's take another live caller. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how you doing? How's it going, man? Who's this? Uh, this is Heath from Mississippi. Love your show, guys. Thank Love you so show. much. I got a question for you. Actually, it's kind of a two-pronged question. Go for it. Number one, do you think uh, maybe they'll make up for killing Stannis' daughter? Do you think what Ramsey did and what they and obviously what Stannis had to do, do you think that maybe the Lord of Light is going to free them up to where they can take Winterfell now? And number two... If um, what's his name brings uh, brings his daughter back to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm nervous. Oh, guys. don't worry about it, dude. Okay. It's uh, if Jamie Lannister brings his daughter back mm-hmm. with with the prince, uh, and they find out that Cersei is kind of in jail, everything is going the way of the world as it is. Yeah. Do you think that the Dorn's smash the Dorn plan? You think it could get accelerated at that point because of all of the turmoil in, uh, you know, I'm just asking. No, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you so much for the call. Thanks, guys. I'll hang up with the answer. I appreciate it, guys. Oh, no problem. Thank you for calling, dude. Really, really fucking appreciate it. So, so a couple parts of that question. Absolutely. With with that kind of, if there is a Dornish master plan, it definitely becomes accelerated. Um, yeah, like, you know, the yeah. Dornish master plan is to get back to the Iron Throne, to get back into the seats of power yes. of Westeros. Unfortunately, most of the time they're selling their parts or marrying their daughters. And, off. but, uh, well, but, yeah, but there's even no still, one in power it, right it now. Happens, it comes with trade, it comes with money, it comes with power, decision making. And the first, par- the first part of your question, it goes into something that Alexia asked, uh, in one of our voicemails. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later about what, but to answer your question directly, I have a feeling that the biggest punishment for Stannis in this situation is for him to, to yes, take Winterfell, but then he'll be stuck alone and have to deal with yeah. that, that he caught, that always be horrified by what, it, what, what, it, what he had to pay for to get his prize here of taking Winterfell in this yeah. situation and his well, men surviving. I, yeah, I, like judging from the scenes from next too. Oh, it looks like he gets a positive turn. But karma has a way of turning back on you in a yep. big, 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 dramatic showing of how awful you are. But holy shit, guys, we took some live calls. We'd like to thank you guys so much for your for those live calls and voicemails. I guess it works. So 
Why don't you give them the number now again? Okay, the number is 781-990-8509 if anybody else wants to try to call in. And starting next in next week, I'll have Skype hooked up too for any international people that might want to call in. So anyways, so let's continue on the uh, on the recap here. So he grabs her and he says, listen, uh, listen, you say that one more time and you're dead. So Jamie jokes after a few seconds. Uh, so what about Braun? What, what's going what's gonna to happen? And what is going to happen to Braun? And Doran says, "Listen, what, up in King's Landing, what happens if uh, if they if a common man slaps a someone a royal man?" And Jamie's like, "I know exactly what happens." Take an ice cream and send them on their way. Yeah, the the hound the hound beats down the butcher's boy is what happens. <laughs> And uh, oh, the poor and Jamie, sorry to sorry to bring that up. And Jamie jokes, I, I thought it was only a flea bite. It was it was no problem. And uh, Duran looks at him like, you're not funny, Jamie Lannister. And Jamie says, listen, it's my fault. It's I'm the one that gave the order. I'm the one to blame because he's an honorable man. Duran says, listen, I put I'm gonna put Tristan in charge and put him in power. So I'm and Tristan says, I've learned mercy from my father, and I will set your man free on one condition. Cut to the sand snakes in the in the in the jail cell with Braun and Nymerian Tyene. He has to act in another scene with the sand snakes. Is that the horrible cry? I kind of liked this scene. I me too. It reminded too. me of so many feeling. scenes with my older brother. Yeah. I oh loved my it. God, nice the competitive I hate you, but I have to love you sibling relationship. Like, yeah, yeah, I may have escaped you this once, but, like, my only hope is to slap you across the face and run. Yeah, and <laughs> cling to these small victories yeah. because they are few and far. Yeah, the slap battle has been won, but then, yeah, I, I get my ass kicked five seconds later, which was about to happen to her, too. We love our siblings. Red bitch. Red witch. Red, try red bitch, as someone said in the chat. Oh, fucking red bitch. Oh. Uh, you guys you guys in the chat, by the way, uh, go, went so crazy last week. And like again, I'd like to thank everyone for all the chats and all those sharing yeah. and all the likes. Everybody, we, so that much. means so fucking much. You, make the you guys make the show. show is ours. It is. And well, you guys Phil and Joe are okay. Yeah, we're all right. You, but, you're not so bad yourself. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so let's get back to Nymerian and Tyene. So Nymerian and Tyene are playing a game and of that that the slap game, and Tyene's getting pissed because because oh. Nymeria always wins. She's too. It's like humiliation. It's that pain that's never gonna that's always gonna hurt. You gonna cry, little sis? You gonna cry? And sibling rubs it in. And oh. Tyene's like, you'll miss, you'll miss. And then she gets in her head, gets inside Nymeria's head for a second, and Nymeria misses. So Tyene's like, now it's my turn. And she just smacks the <laughs> shit out of her. I loved it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> she just smacked the oh. shit out of her. And then it's about to be a full-on fight. They're gonna they're gonna get it on. And they don't even show uh Obara in the scene at all. Is she sleeping or something? Uh they show it like for a second. Do they show the end okay. of the scene, she, I think? Yeah, she's no, she's laying down on the bench and right at the end, I think she calls she calls her a slut. She's like, fuck. Yeah, like when, yeah. when Braun's leaving. And most she's like, girl what, what, what is it you want to say to me before you leave? And oh, yeah, <laughs> you're the most beautiful woman in the world as he walks out all like sulking face. And, the, and, and Obara laying on the on the on the cot on the stone slab on the metal slab, whatever it is. 
says uh slut was she the one was she the one that said slut uh let's get a couple of uh let's get a couple of chat in the chat here paul says topless slap fight would have been a much better way of handling that stacy says no one's mentioned how tight john's butthole must have been waiting for that gate to be open at the wall yeah fucking a yeah i wasn't thinking specifically of his butthole oh come on sure you are so it tells a story yes his butthole tells us john snow's butthole tells a story <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, Tyene turns smack the shit out of her. Uh, Ariel Hotar shows up right before to stop our, uh, our topless slap fight that doesn't happen. And brought and brought immediate. I, I thought it did. I saw a topless slap fight. Yeah, in my imagination, yeah. did. If you in, in my hindsight, it's a topless slap fight. <laughs> yeah. I love how Braun says, am I going to be happy at the end of this walk? Could you tell me right now if I'm going to be happy at the end of this walk? Well, yes we'll and no. You'll have to wait and find yeah. out. But it's funny thinking that in the sense that er- Hotar probably already knows that he's going to hit him. He's going to oh, break he's his jaw. So excited. So, he, so he's, he's like, so yeah, we'll have to say, I'm not going to kill you, but I am going to I am gonna freaking break your fucking he's jaw. He's flexing. He's mm. getting oh, his yeah. arm ready for that. So oh, yeah. Uh, Hot- He's been he's been sitting around a fucking gout ridden prince, you know. Mm. Uh, get my get my guy for wine. Go <laughs> fetch this one. Fetch that. Like no, this guy's ready to hit anybody he can mm-hmm. as often as he can. He wants to. Uh oh, guys, so fucking hard. Get, get, I, I was actually surprised. That he just gave him a little like, really, this is this is what you want me. You want get off your fucking ass, you fucking sweet little pussyfoot fucking prince, and punch him yourself. It's your fucking justice. He hit you, you hit him. What's he going to do? He's going to say, oh, thank you, you know, whatever. It like, was so... fucking deal. Do it yourself. Oh. Don't be a fucking pussy and have this guy do it for you. Wow. It was... No, it was a jaw for... I, I hope Marcella doesn't matter. Marcella doesn't deserve this fucking wussy. Do it your fucking self. Like the fucking North, you fucking pansy. Yeah, don't be a Joffrey. Don't be a Joffrey. You're a fucking Joffrey. That's exactly what he is. He's a fucking pansy. He can't do it himself. He couldn't protect her in the courtyard from a fucking cripple (laughs) and a sellsword. Go take some fucking lessons from Hotep, you fucking... Hey. Not that, Whoa. not that, not that, I don't mean, I'm sorry. It, why are you going to get on piles of sticks? <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah, now. yeah, because he needs to be burned you know, like Shereen. Bound bundles of sticks and that's what I meant. very valuable. <laughs> so, guys, we're in danger. That's what I meant. Oh, I'm no. scared. So, so Walter you White. You know, Shereen was burned on one of those. Give me, give me the. Give me the hate mm. chat now. I'm so sorry. I like. So Walter White says, we got Heisenberg in the chat room. He says, I'm impressed with the Stannis, the Lord of Light, sacrifices one of his daughter for the greater good. He's a big picture guy. Um, you know, Walter White likes that sort of shit. So send your hate to uh, send your hate to uh, Joe. Uh, Joe's, oh. Joe's views do not reflect those of the issues program. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. It, it slipped. Yes. So Joe, it's a, it's a product of my upbringing in no this awful offense. fucking place I was brought up. These words were like, like. Should you get your apology out of the way? Should we should get your I'm official? Sorry, I apologize. I have nothing but the most love and admiration for those of that persuasion that happen to be good. People. Okay, let's move on. Those who are not can go fuck themselves. Let's move on. Okay, so. So Joe, you can read your chat room hate now and deal with the chat room, anyways. So the ho- so Hotar shows up. He takes Bron out, and Bron says, "Am I going to be happy?" She says, "One more time." And uh, and, and but as Bron's getting taken out, uh, Tyene goes up to the 
bars and goes, says, say one more time. Okay, uh, say it one more time. And he goes, you are the most beautiful woman in the world. I feel fucking awful. I'm sorry. As the sister calls calls her slut and uh, get and it gets uh, and it cuts away. So we go to the room where Jamie is, and uh, he's introduced to Braun and Duran and to Tristan, uh, Braun of the Blackwater. Duran says, uh, "Yep." A, there's knights from the uh, Blackwater and, and Bronn's like, yep, only one as Bronn's realizing he's probably not going to be killed here. Jamie says uh, he agrees to your freedom as uh, as Bronn says, oh, that pie looks delicious. Can I have some of that pie? And uh, Jamie's go, there's one condition as uh, Ariel Hotar takes the butt of the axe and breaks his jaw as, as Jamie says, how about soup then? Uh, we, I was hoping he would say no. A couple people in the chat say, don't worry, Joe. We love you. Just keep off the steroids. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. I'm so fucking... Yeah, so, Joe's, Joe steps... Joe's a step from calling him a retard. No, I didn't. I went worse. I removed that word from my Bill fucking... Bill Sotheby, Bill Sotheby says... Bill says, I heard... Dad. Bill Hurd says, um, I heard skag. And uh, Farclaw says, I heard hag. So, so we'll leave it yeah, there. Yeah, 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 hag. Mm. I said hag. hag. So, so let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. That's something against old ladies. Okay, let's what leave it. Fuck? Let's leave it there. Ah. So we cut to uh, something. Oh. Let's get to something serious here. Uh, <laughs> we'll cut to uh, oysters, ca- clams, and cockles. Back in Bravos, two Ooh. weeks in a row with Aria. As a guy comes up and says... Uh, must be watching the podcast because he says he says how much for your little clam <laughs> as he <laughs> as he gets to uh aria uh, or and uh, as the music gets dark she approaches the thin man and takes out her poison and cups it in her hand as she's nervous but she approaches he says he'll come close he says come closer I, I want i want your oyster come here come here i'm talking to you <laughs> Hey girl, get your clams over here. But What's she, the that, you know, you know, he's not the only one that wanted Aria's clams tonight. Well, she's an adorable girl. Joe, oh yeah, Joe, she is. your punishment uh, continues. Keep reading the chat. Not too old. Oh no, I hold. Oh, I don't want to read it. I feel keep, awful. Keep reading the chat. <laughs> so, so he says she's nervous but she approaches the approaches the uh approaches him but uh he says come closer she wants the oyster he says i'm talking to you she looks but the distraction comes as the guy uh the thin man sees the uh boat pull up and uh, everyone's sort of distracted by seeing the colors of king's landing and it is in fact Marin fucking trant as she just gets the look of death on her face as we oh, yeah. all as we also get He's the on my list. As we also get the uh, banker from Bra- too? <laughs> Well, yeah, Missaria. Oh, okay. Um, Ren Renwood says, for your information, a cockle is a small edible saltwater clam. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. A cockle is oh, also fact checker. Absolutely is... fact checker. Did she, what, a, a what? Cockle. Cockle. Not cockle. Cock- no, 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 that's different. That's different. Okay. That's different. One of our one of our chat people said that was talking about that earlier. So, so, and I have to, I have to, I have to admit that in this scene, I was distracted about everything that was being said between uh, Mace Terrell and the uh, the Bank of Bravos guy because I was just concentrating on Arya during this whole scene. Mm. So the bank her from- face was very dynamic. Amazing. She did a very good job here. So, uh, but I did get a few lines that Mace says. Uh, the uh, the banker asked Mace how the trip was, and he says, oh, "I was all right. A bit of chop lasted two days, but." So, uh, I, I, 
I want to respond to uh, the gypsy at. No, I, I wasn't in high school in the 80s. I started high school in 1990, but I should have started in 1980. But I stayed back in kindergarten because I couldn't. I, I flunked sandbox. Well, so. I no, I remember in elementary school in the 80s, words like that were acceptable. It, yeah. And yeah, I don't want to dwell. I don't want to dwell on this, guys. Let's keep let's keep going. So <laughs> I just thought it was funny because you knew it in the 80s. Like, yeah. yeah. No, that about, was a very much. good question. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got, I'm going to be the grandfather who's like, oh, don't worry. He was raised in a time. When that was no, shows. you'll be the guy. So, that feels so bad and I hope so. I so let's, let's continue with that. let's continue with the episode. So so we chop off. Uh, so we're good to see. And uh, Ario looks and watches as Mace says, is, starts kind of basically trying to uh, trying to butter up the guy, saying, "I'm going to give you lots of uh, lots of wine." And the banker's like, "I don't drink." As they head towards the bank, uh, he starts. Mace starts talking about Megor the Third, who outlawed interest and would cut people's hands off, and uh, and and the banker's just like, "Yep, yeah, uh, you know that's that's true, but that's not the way things are now." And Mace is like, "Well, you gamble, and uh, you're gamblers, and and you win. That's why you have this big fucking castle here." And and Mace, yeah. Mace is kind of showing his charms. He starts singing, but in, during this oh, scene, this guy is immediately yeah. put off by him too. Uh. Like he's like. When he goes to shake his hand, he's like, Ugh, he's Yeah, he sees me. him as a romantic, weak fool. Yeah. And he's just a good-natured imbecile, pretty much. Yeah, he he's... doesn't understand the people around him and the intentions that they could have. And he's just sweet and romantic and in his own fantasy world. Bill says, I was distracted thinking about Arya's clam in my cockle. <laughs> oh. You don't want to be Arya's cockle. You'd Would rather a be clam Arya. You'd rather cockle fit someone in a cockle? with Arya. <laughs> so, so, like cockles are smaller than clams. So May starts to <laughs> sing. Cockle sit in the corner and no clams. No, right? we're talking about cuckolds, not cuckolds. Oh, so, oh. so Mace. Imagine a cart of cuckolds. <laughs> oh boy. She's not going to be able to push around a cart of cuckolds. Yeah, no, not that's heavy. Mace starts to sing as the banker and Trent just look at each other, and uh, and my question here for the uh, for the chat or, and for you guys, who's the better singer, Mace or or uh, or Braun? Braun. Braun. I knew, yeah, I knew you. Were, I knew you were going to Braun. 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 Oh yeah, Braun, much better singer. So, so everyone. He has to sing to get laid. These other girls, this guy doesn't have to sing to get laid. He sings in the shower, and like he's when he sings, women like leave bed after he's paid them. Like <laughs> Scout says, our the, the high fool of how high garden is uh or no that's steve steve fiven says that that's uh we, we can call Mace the high fool of high garden. Do we think Mace is is inept or is he just goofy? A little of both. A little of both. I don't think I think he's just very limited in his thinking and perception of the world around him. And it may be willful, but it's very real. He is just in a romantic daydream all the time. So as we cut after this scene to uh, Marin Trent singing uh, or wa- talking shit while he's walking at night, singing, saying uh, that fucking cunts, the Tyrells, uh, they back that boy fucker Renly King. It's now time, uh, you know, they're just fuckers. Basically getting the vibe that everyone's thinking that he might be there to kill Tyrell or just to like, he has no support of him. So it's night yeah, now. They show up at a whorehouse in Bravos. He's saying, I'm bu- I'm buying, but I'm not sharing as they all hand, head in. Oh, you and- fucking bastard. You're not sharing, really? <laughs> That's the kind of asshole this asshole. He's not just an asshole. 
He's an asshole. He, he makes the most money out of all these fucking guards here, and he doesn't fucking share. What a prick. Nope. You go fuck Won't yourself. even buy a ring. I ain't going to stop anybody from stabbing you in the back of the fucking head as, as one of your fucking guards. <laughs> you should at least buy a ring. <laughs> Someone you says- should at least buy a fucking... <clears throat> You should at least die. Arya, fucking get to work. <laughs> so, so we cut to the whorehouse as soon as our Ar- and Arya comes in, and the pimp says, uh, "Oh, you sell your fish somewhere else." And one of the horses, "Well, I'm hungry. Sell me some of yours." And she says that oysters are an aphrodisiac, and she forces her uh, her 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 Don there, or her not her Don, her uh, John, excuse me, to uh, to bu- to buy some oysters, and she says. Uh, and she falls back to the room where Trent is in, and she's uh, and he's kind of deciding between girls. He's doing that. Uh, he's sitting down, and they're bringing in different girls for him. And he's just such an ass. Every girl that comes yeah. in, he's like, "That's too old. That's too old." Well, and they're, young enough. Not, yeah. not young Trent, enough. He's beyond ass. Cause some asses are pretty. You can enjoy an ass, apparently, depending on your persuasion. Scouts, but yeah. Scouts. He is a pedophile yep that's what scout dakota just said not just an asshole he is a pedophile uh Hendra sir says he is an asshole and the asshole behind the goat's asshole <laughs> hey goats are awesome he dude is. don't insult the goats he is awful so she <laughs> so uh <laughs> so he's she's sitting out there and tr- nothing to do with their ass he just keeps saying that they're too young they're too young and he asks <laughs> He asks, uh, "Do you have what I want?" To the madam, and the madam goes out to go find what he wants. As the as one of his guards grabs Arya and goes, "Oh, uh, you have those oysters. I want some ice oysters." Excuse me, and they bring him in. And right away, Marin Trent starts kind of eyeball fucking her because he's a fucking pedophile dickhead, and he's looking at her like, "Oh, is this my girl?" And like he's just giving her all rapey. I'm gonna have my way with you eyes. And uh, the 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 <laughs> the madam comes in and uh, shoves Arya and goes, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" But but Trent's excited is excited watching it, and they bring in this other girl, this other really young looking girl, and he goes, "Okay, I'm oh, good." He so excited when Arya fucking walks through. As Ar- well, but, he's been seeing her every step of the way since he got off the boat. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been he's, seeing her, and I oh, think Oh, that girl looks like the Stark girl I wanted to fuck. <laughs> but so that little fucking water dancer bastard got in my way. Yeah. No, at the very... He may not recognize her, but he at least knows that she's following him. Mm. So, That's so, way too much of a coincidence, which is why she was afraid when that soldier came over and pulled her out of the uh, shadows. So Arya watches from the outside, and he says... Uh, uh, and uh, and Marin Trent says to the madam, I'll tell you when I'm done with her and have a fresh one for me tomorrow. Oh, what a fucking... Sky- Ugh! Yeah. Fuck this guy. So as he watches... Yeah. The pimp woman comes out and is like, uh, I'll have you whipped, girl, if you don't get out of here. But Arya's got a plan. You can just see that look in her eyes. So we get back to the house of black and white, and Jaquin's doing his uh, water-killing-people thing. And he comes up to her and says, uh, so the thin man, uh, what's up with that? And uh, Arya's like, he's not hungry today. Perhaps he'll be hungry tomorrow. And he says, a girl has work to do to go clean up the guy that just died. But it looks like, and oh, people were talking about this in the chat, and I think he obviously knows she's lying. He, she's not she's not half as good of a liar as she thinks she is. No. Nope. And he's all about it. So 
so let's get through this scene really quick. We cut to Duran talking to Ilaria Sand tell in the Sand Snakes, telling them that their rebellion is over. He says, you can swear allegiance to me or die. It's your choice. Ilaria kneels before him and kisses Dr. Bashir's ring and, the sand, and starts crying. And the Sand Snakes look on as Duran says, I believe in second chances but I do not believe in third chances as he lets go of her hand and just looks at her like, Oh, and she's yeah. crying away too. Yeah. Well, she's finally, I think. And the sand snakes the are pissed. <laughs> They're like, Oh, how dare yeah, they? How I... dare he make my mommy do this? Uh, like see, your I mom is, is trying to start a fucking revolution. with like, for stupid fucking reasons. I interpreted it slightly differently. How did you interpret that different? That, that, they that was there, yes. But I think for her, she was feeling the grief finally. A couple people in the... she doesn't have a rebellious outlet for it anymore. She just has to humble herself and kneel and feel the pain. A couple... And I think the daughters were feeling sympathetic that to that. And feeling a little ashamed. It's never easy to see your mother or your leader humbled. Yeah, to admit defeat is very. I difficult. think I think that, that there were many there do. were many aspects to it, including the one that you attributed. Do you think she's given up? Do you think you think no. like that? Like she bent the knee? No, no. I think a couple of people in the I chat know. say this. I think she's acting. I think it was it was a sympathy plea in that situation to show to show uh, remorse and I think it was good acting by Ilaria Sand as someone she said in the chat fucking Dornish. fuck that she ain't no sand unbowed unbent unbroken a, cu a couple she people so I want to go back to Aria for one second some people uh, said uh, how come Jakin didn't uh, didn't slap her right there and call her out in her lie I think because um, I think he knows that she is meant for bigger and better things than just his order I well, think also and he's maybe, helping her follow I, her own path. And I also think, yeah, I think it's more that kid. I think he wants to let her make her mistakes and see where she's going with it. I'll see where she's going with this. Or or, or 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 also a third is maybe it's about not necessarily her making her own mistakes or her following her own path, but hey Stacy the, 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 the faceless god, he doesn't it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Is it'll come when it comes. Well, just like yeah. if it didn't matter whether or not it was the Thin Man or Arya, maybe it won't matter whether or not it's Marin Trint or well, the Thin Man. And who knows if the Thin Man was actually a target? Yeah, Jack and Hagar said, exactly. what How is do a I man know to I... know of what a girl sees? Now, it's all about her journey. Now right, and from what, we, from what we saw, the Thin Man, like, we, we kind of gather that the person they're praying, he didn't pay up on something. But, like, we didn't see that. Ah, uh, necessarily. So, well, kind of, but kind uh, of. it was a, it was a murky area. So let's jump in the but chat here again for a second. Stacy E says, "I don't think that she was acting." Talking about Ilaria, she broke down. Uh, and uh, Ren Renwood says, "I think that we will see Needle in the season finale." Uh, yeah. Me too. You, I hope so. Bill says you guys are way you guys are way off. If Aria kills someone. She's not contracted the kill. She's gonna be in big trouble. I agree with Bill, and I think I think Jerkin's gonna set her up to see if she will make that mistake. I think that's what he's doing. He's gonna see how far she will go. So uh, I'm sure we'll get more with Aria next week as well. As the oh, I hope so. As the that can't be the last. 
episode of the season. No, we'll see more Arya no. next week. So the shot changes to Jamie after the Duran scene with the golden hand uh, writing a letter to someone as Ilaria comes in and says, you write like a seven-year-old. And uh, then she gets in, the queen will be happy her daughter's coming home. <laughs> You love her very much. Jamie says, yes, I love the princess, my niece, very much. As Ilaria says, no, you love Cersei. And Jamie gives that, like, what the fuck look. And she goes, you think I disapprove? Why? People where you're from disapprove of that here. We're in Doran. We're a lot more open. And 100 years ago, if you were Targaryen, it would have been cool there. Uh, who we can love changes, but what we want doesn't. As she walks up and she says, I know your daughter had no part and what happened to Red Viper? I, of course, he had. She had no part. And I know, perhaps, perhaps you didn't have any part of that too. And Jamie's like, "Okay, thanks." Yeah, sure. No, not at all. So, do we think this is part of her plan of she's still trying her revenge plot, or was she really trying to connect with Jamie here? A little of both. If she connects with him, she gets more information from him. Yep. Hey, what's that old saying? Keep your enemies. Close and your friends not so close. Crystal Ford yep. says Jamie should have slapped her with the gold hand. <laughs> nah. A little bit of the king's uncle's father. He's my uncle. He's my father. He's my uncle. He's my. Oh gosh. Should, should we, we, to death now? <laughs> nope. Should, should we get? Should we get to this? I'm horrified this to even talk. I'm horrified to talk about this here. Uh, but but we. I guess we need to get here. Uh, cut. You know, Cut to Shireen. We don't have to get Who? there. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Shireen I, I, is just fine. Shireen's a sweet girl who's traveling with her beloved father. Yeah. And and he basically, with the in this scene, you're about to go through it, what? but there's a point he kind of asks no. her when she's describing the Dance of Dragons book, and it's between Aemon or Aegon or Arian or Arya or whatever Targaryen. Aegon and Rhaenya. Rhaena? No, Valeria. Valerian. It's Valerian a brother and sister. Or something. And it's a brother. But like, is he kind of saying, hey, you're like, because one of the places That's they Raina. send the stone men is Valeria, old Valeria. Yeah. And so that's like kind of what, like, immediately this is kind of what I thought. Like, so that's one. Like, would you rather go to Valeria, like be banished to Valeria, or would you rather be, and then we know that like, the Aegon and the Aemon or whatever, the other second name was, I can't remember right now, and I'm also kind of drunk. No, it uh, was it was Reyna, I believe, is how you say it. Oh, because I, I was figuring maybe it was, uh... No, it was, it was, Stannis it was, says... Would you rather burn, or would you rather just send you off to the fucking, where well, the stone men die? he went in there with the agenda. He knew exactly what... She couldn't have said anything to dissuade him. She couldn't have said anything to dissuade him. Whatever the fuck she said to him, which is always wise and sweet, to what he's. About I just want to help her. you, Daddy. Oh, great! We're gonna burn you tomorrow. Sweetheart. I'm so glad you said that. So, so uh, the burning is noon. Oh my God! What a fucking bastard! Yep. Fucking fuck you, Stannis. Stacy asks, so disappointing. He, yeah. Davis talked you up like you were a fucking superhero. Who, oh, he took my knuckles, but it's okay. He's a good guy, and I deserved it. it you kept him fucking alive on that stone fucking island where he would have starved to death and had to have eaten his fucking everybody back then, and he still took your fucking knuckles for smuggling shit that people wanted in the first place. 
Go fuck yourself, Stannis, you stupid fucking prick. I've lost all admiration, all respect. You don't deserve the fucking throne. I hope you freeze to death in Westeros in the fucking north at the fucking foothills of fucking Ramsey. I hope he pisses on your fucking corpse and flees you and hangs you next to the bodies of the fucking bullshit fucking Miller's children, you fuck fuck. Okay, so we fuck. cut we cut to Shireen in her tent. Back of your head, you fuck. So we fuck, fuck. We cut to Shireen in her tent reading, and Stannis comes in and asks what she's reading, and she tells the story. Oh, you fucking cocksucker! We cut to I the. Knew what was How happening? Dare you? I didn't want to know. I knew. <laughs> so it was so awful. It was awful, and she That's she tells girl. the story of two Targaryen brothers fighting each other for the crown, like Stannis and Renly. And she says it it it's it re- it really sucked for the Targaryens because it cost them so much, and they never quite recovered mm. it from it. Stannis Across says, "Nation and everyone and their family too." Stannis says, "Why yeah. dance?" And she says, "That's why they call it. I think it's poetic." And Stannis is like, "Wrong! I don't think it's poetic. That's fucking stupid." Stannis it's says, "If <laughs> then Stannis asks her about." the two and she he goes if you had to choose between reyna and aegon who would you choose and she says excuse me she says neither because it's the choosing sides that cause the problems and stannis says you have to choose a side sometimes the world forces your hand a man knows what he must become must remain true to himself but Sometimes there's no choice at all. A man this must. This is not remaining true to yourself, you stupid fuck. You were an honorable man. This isn't remaining true to yourself to get what you want or to get what your destiny is. Staying true to yourself, you stupid shit, is staying true to the fact that you told this red fucking cunt to go bleed all over herself and fucking leave my children out of it. Fucking douchebag. You fuck fuck. So this is true. not. Yeah. Go fuck your little hey. speech. Go fuck your little speech, you f- I get not- Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. You create a life. Joe's going to explode, you guys. You guys put yourself it. on that fucking pyre before you put your daughter on that pyre, you piece of shit fucking lowlife fuck. I don't even have kids. I, I, you, go fuck yourself. Yeah, we don't have kids You don't deserve the throne. Parents. Fuck you. Oh. Fuck you for disappointing me so much. I defended you when you killed your fucking brother and slept with that fucking whore and made that mm. fucking bastard shadow child we whatever the you fuck like it was. <laughs> die, die slow. You f- let my four four make sure all oh, you fuckers don't grow. Go kill yourself, you piece of shit. Stay- like that's why for a split second, well, for a few seconds, I wanted the mother. Celise to make it to the pyre at least die and trying. at least throw at least herself on it to die with her child to see the error and of her ways. It's a merciful thing because that physical pain she would feel compares nothing to the pain she's gonna live with now that she's had the realization that she's had. <laughs> Every, everyone says how fucking bullshit your mother light is pain, and that's really sad for her. <laughs> Pete says, Joe needs some essence of nightshade. Joe, Joe just had a stroke. Yeah, my poppies haven't bloomed yet. So, so. and yes, Stacey, I I was. Instead of the poppy, this is what I got. I ran out of three-eyed crow. Right now, I'm drinking uh, uh, a Samuel Smith's organic... uh, Yeah, yeah. Crafted fruit ale raspberry. It's, yeah, it's... Extra sweet drinks. It's good. It's potent. It's sweet. 
it's a product of very old England. Now, now, Shireen after the, Shireen, Shireen after this just basically says, "Dad, I want to help you no matter what. I can, I'll help you oh, do anything." And he he says, "You don't even know what I'm asking you about." And she says, "It doesn't matter. I want to help you any way I can." He pauses for like a good in TV time. It was like ten minutes, but you know he pauses for a good good second here, and he says, "Yes." Yes, there is something you can do. And she says, fine, as he just puts his head down. And I'm just like, wow, cold-blooded. She says, I'm the Princess Shireen of House Baratheon. I'm your daughter. I want to help you as he hug, as she hugs him and, and says, and he just says, forgive me. As we cut to her being, let me get through it. Let me get through it. As he, as she's being marched out in the group with the guards, as, as she's smiling and she's so happy. And as, as she notices what's going on is that she starts to realize as she sees Melisandre. There's no pretty flowers to look at, Phil. There's no pretty flowers. No. There's no pretty flowers, Shireen. when you're burning, that doesn't help anyone. She says, where is my, she starts screaming, where is my father? I want to see my father. Mel Mel, who we, who, who, oh, fucking Mel, said this fucking red fucking piece of shit ass face says it's all gonna be over soon. I just wanna fucking, ugh. And she, and she grabs, and then the guards come and grab Shireen and bring her off and all Ned Stark her and like grab her as she's just screaming, Father, Father, don't let this happen. Father, Father, where are you? Where are you? No wolf to save this little girl. Sam got the wolf. Gilly got oh. the wolf. Where's no the wolf? wolf for you, no, I was you thinking, Katie. Like, what, what we got? What do you say, wasn't there. Like he couldn't watch it. It was too much for him. He couldn't even you light know, the fire himself. He's there. He's there. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're not sorry. There's no sorry in you. You hugged her and you said, <sighs> "I'm sorry. I'm gonna burn you alive, so I can be king." Forgive me. That's what you said. That's what you said. said I want to rule subjects, so I'm going to burn. I can't even rule my family in peace. You fucking piece of shit. Fuck, fuck him. Fuck this fuck this oh, fucking fuck yourself, asshole. Stannis, the Lord of fucking shit. The Lord of putridge of spew. <laughs> You fuck face. So, so over soon as they grab her. So he's just looking. He's looking on as uh, as Melisandre starts her praying about this is a token that we're giving you away. As Celise says, it's like we're sacrificing her for food. This is a really good thing. And uh, Stannis is watching as I'm like, oh my, as I write my notes, oh my god, this is actually happening. They're about to burn her as she cries, mother, mother, please. As her mother looks at her and. Elise turns to Stannis and says, "We can't." And Stannis and I was like, and I really in this moment I thought Stannis was going to jump on her side. And Stannis turns oh, to her no. and says, "No way, we have to." As Mel gets to the the night is dark and filled with terrors, I'm like, "That's close oh. to the burning. That's close to the burning. They can't be actually be doing this." Where's Davos to save the day? Where's oh, something? No. Where's Ramsay to do something? As Celise oh. says, "No, I can't do this," and she starts running towards the fire and 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 then. Guards start holding her back. As this is what you wanted, Celise. I don't buy it. You just fall to the fucking ground and cry. You don't struggle. You don't actually. You should die fucking trying to save her. You should be running into the flames and pulling her charred corpse from the fucking stake. You stupid, weak, cowardice fucking douchebag. Go fuck yourself. Your family is doomed. I'm glad you're all fucking dead. 
Oh, it's awful. So the only one of you fucking Marathians that didn't deserve to die, as far as I'm concerned, is that poor girl this fuck fuck has put up on the stake. So Stannis watches as we hear the screams, as uh, as we hear the screams of a little girl, as I wrote in the notes, what the fuck, as Selyse is yelling no, and Stannis turns around, and he can't handle it. What the fuck did we just watch, guys? We just watched fucking insanity. We watched a fucking child get burned to death right after witnessing a second child under the threat of fucking rape. I can't believe and another child being let off to possibly be raped, or hopefully that was just a young, young, young looking over 18 prostitute. Well, hopefully, it's I mean, even still, yeah, a right. child. <laughs> I don't think Jesus Westeros Christ. necessarily has the uh, the child fucking age limits that we do today. Now, well, yeah, no, no, and you know, in a quasi medieval, if this is medieval, even in medieval society that we had in our planet Earth. It's very different standards of what's old now, enough and what's not. Before so. before we get off Stannis, let's let's hit the chat let's hit the chat room and get some people in here. Vince says, "Man, Stannis is why Ned died. It's good if Ned supported Renly's claim, he'd still be alive. Ned died because he thought this scumbag had to be king. Fucking oh, a. It's such a waste. Bill, such a waste of honor and integrity. Yep. Bill has Bill has something with you, Joe. Bill Sutherby says, uh, "Robert didn't deserve to die. He was a bad king, but he didn't deserve to die." Um, you know what? Well, he was trying to murder children across the iron, across, was that him across or the narrow sea. In no, fairness, that was that also him. He was, was trying to murder. He was trying to murder uh, Danny and Danny and. Oh, that's right. A, Viserys. He was keeping yeah, tabs was on. Them. The he was in favor of killing them the whole time. Yeah. You know, like basically when they fucking the the King's Landing was lost, all the children were killed to begin with. Yeah, no, maybe he wasn't a bad king and maybe he didn't deserve to die. It's not, you know, and he was in a loveless marriage and his kids weren't his and all this shit. But Benjamin has a uh, good since since that, you know, uh, he didn't do very well ruling the fucking kingdom. He certainly didn't deserve to be king just well, because yeah. he fucking avenged what he thought might have been his lover's death. What people or, deserve or, uh, and what happens and to them is rarely the same thing. Very true. Very true. Uh, uh, Stacey E says, no, he was trying to kill all the Targaryens. Uh, Rachel says, now I wish Renly defeated Stannis. I think a lot of people yeah. tonight are wishing yep. that. Yep. Uh, Assassin says, Robert changed his mind right before he died. Uh, Dragon says, when Shireen uh, went to the fire, she had that stag Davos gave to her. When Stannis burns Shireen, he burns the house Baratheon. Absolutely, yep. Dragon. Absolutely. Good point. Wow. I didn't even think of that. Absolutely. Yes. And, and it's especially true when we see on his table in his command center that this that the this the 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 sigil that he now goes by is the heart with the stag in the middle of it and it's a flaming heart yeah it's no longer just a, a, a stag a it's a perversion stag a stag. of what his family sigil was. correct and it's and it's perverted with the lord of light and yeah. uh and when Shireen dies, so does House Baratheon. Absolutely. Any I good absolutely spirit agree. that the House Baratheon had, had correct. to begin with. She was... Oh! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was just... Bill. Bill is speaking my mind right now. But 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 he, he's not all bad, because if he had killed Danny and Viserys, think about it, we wouldn't have had all those shitty Danny scenes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to help us. That's true, that's true. 
Oh, the, the, always look on the bright side. Yeah, always look always on the bright side. Of life. Look on the bright side. Of uh, life. Yeah, I like that. Ow, so, ow, ow, ow. so uh, a piece of shit. Now, any Get any out in front of it. Do we have any more on Stannis right now? Should we should we should we hammer more on uh, this this fucking asshole? Oh, uh, I bit? got I got I could hammer on I could hammer this asshole. I could hammer <laughs> <laughs> this asshole for hours. Bro. Oh my gosh! For hours, motherfucking piece of shit, fucking uh, cocksucking fuck. Benjamin has an interesting point. I think Stannis really lost respect of some of his men by doing that. I agree, and they made it up. Oh, oh yeah, they were disgusted by it. They were absolutely disgusted by it. They aren't the faithful necessarily of the uh, fire god there. And that's all I can call him. And fire. we've got a we've got a new voicemail. Let's put the voicemail. Let's see, let's see, where, where is it? Where is this voicemail? Here we go. Okay. Dennis is a bad person. He'll probably die eventually. He's still not a worse person than Ramsey, though. Like, hmm. comparing those two is not comparable. That's all I wanted to say. Did but, Ramsey kill his child? Uh, no. Did Ramsey, Thank did God Ramsey, Ramsey never like, procreated. Like, here's, here's the thing. He would. Like, like Ramsey has done he some bad shit, would. and he's done a lot of bad shit. But like, at, it, like, where do you where do you draw where do you what, like when is evil just more evil than evil? Evil is evil, and that's all there is to it. So uh, once Stannis crosses this line, he is on par with Ramsay. I think the, there is no differentiating the two. He is the same. He is the same piece of shit fucking scumbag that is like like. There's no like degree of fucking cocksucker at that point you're just fucking you're dead you're fucking well, yeah. dead to me you're and dead to the fuck you deserve that the knife point. in the back of the fucking skull like they, you no know, they're absolutely on the exact same level and you can flip a coin as to who you want to kill first who you want to kill second who you want to rape in the ass with a hot fucking pitchfork it doesn't fucking matter at that point do them both at the same time one before the other they're both fucking scum they both deserve to die and yeah, I, they can absolutely be compared and contrasted. Go fuck themselves. Also, have to say a big. No, I, well, what were you going to say? I just wanted to say I think that's kind of his point. They're different kinds of evil, but they're both fucking evil. Evil How is do you evil. compare? It's all just evil. <laughs> Break it down to the simplest point. They're both fucking. I, evil. I would say I would say I'm a little bit more angry with Stannis at the moment because Ramsay can't help but be himself, and he's true to himself in that yeah. insanity. Whereas. Uh, Stannis is doing it because he's being manipulated. I think by that. I think I think yeah. we're sleeping a little bit on the fact that that Melisandre is a fucking manipulated douchebag. That's to blame for a lot of this. I'm not taking Stannis off the hook at all, but yeah. Melisandre deserves a lot of this hate as well. She's definitely manipulated so much of this situation. I just think when it comes down to it, when you're faced with two types of extreme evil. It's whatever the fuck touches a nerve for each individual. I I agree yeah, with that. Stannis, Absolutely, Katie. Stannis ain't coming down off the hook until the body I am fucking beating falls to the ground because it tears through bone and flesh <laughs> from the fucking extraordinary blows from the yeah. crowbars and the baseball bats. It's Go tough fuck to him. get over Go that. Fuck Stannis. It's Go tough to get over the re responsibility that comes with bearing a child. And that's huge. Bearing and loving and raising a child and then betraying everything that encompasses that. That's tough to get over. 
Uh, we have to say a big thank you to Richie. Richie said he can't get in the chat, yeah. but uh, thank you so much, Richie, for those kind words you said in the message. Means means a ton. We're we're we're. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, Paul. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Oh, uh, Azmuth Game says likely the reason the White Walkers die from obsidian is because it's infused with the Fire Lord of Light's power, and the Lord of Light's power has been awoken since the dragons have showed up. We have got uh, word of that from a couple of different Red Witches. Uh, all sorts of power. Isn't oh. it? I think they've called it the Red Lord's power, but I think all of magic has been awoken. And uh, it's a matter of the direction that the magical workers have taken. Ren Renwood says, Ramsey is crazy, Stannis is not. And Brendan Davis says, I think the difference between Stannis and Ramsey is you can deal with Stannis on a regular basis. He makes his evil decisions once in a while, whereas Ramsey is just like living with evil 24-7. <laughs> Doctor, oh, yeah, Stannis is necessity-based psycho, whereas Ramsey is just a have your own fun whenever you want to psycho. Doctor Pavel, uh, I'm gonna say your comment. Uh, well, until Stannis does something as bad in the books, uh, then I still think that Stannis is the manis. Uh, watch the D and D if you can. The special features they should be on YouTube tomorrow somewhere. The special features for after the episode if you can, where Dan and Dave talk about talking to George R. R. Martin about that coming. So, so I, I don't want to say that's canon or whatever or something, but that was said on the show tonight on after the episode. So, uh, sorry, Winds of Winter spoiler ish, maybe I don't know. That was Are you said. Yes. Can you explain to me and everybody else out there and Watchland who doesn't know what D and D stands for? Dan and Dave. Uh. The, Dan and Dave are the two creators of uh, the television show, and uh, uh. were referred to it as sh short uh, by the shorthand of D and D. I was thinking Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for anyone that thinks I'm talking about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> 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 Which could be could be relevant. You're like, why is he why is he comparing Dungeons and Dragons to? Are we talking? Should we get to the dragons? Is that the time to talk yeah. about the dragons? I don't know. Sure, I was going with it. It worked. So yes, I don't know if that's actually that is something said in the scene right after the episode in the scene in the uh, inside look that they show right after the episode on HBO. So unfortunately, this might be a future for Stannis. Maybe George R. R. Martin's fucking with them. Who knows what's going on? Nothing's mm -hmm. out, so nothing is is uh, set in stone. This is all speculative. We're at, we're on speculation mountain right here, throwing casting stones here. Yeah, I don't know. Even after this in the show. The books, he needs to win my affections back big time. <laughs> I love has some proven to do. I love what's going on in the chat room right now to talk about that. I just oh, love it. It's ridiculous. You guys I are so going fun. To read it and getting lost in it. And then I have no idea what the fuck you two are talking about. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so I. I was ranting. Wait, what's the rant uh, about? Ah! About that fuck, fuck Stannis. God yeah, damn him. Yes. You ruined uh, my fucking Stannis. So he, no uh, no Horse Nation says, mm. no excuse for Stannis. Sacrifices his daughter to Satan. Worst thing one can do. Yep. Yep. They certainly set this god up as a very Satan-like. And Crazy John says, the worst part is Stannis burnt her by a slow death method. Yeah. Oh, he, he let her die the most pain. How do you burn by a quick death method? Is this such a thing? Oh well, <laughs> like you can drop. Burning, you cook someone. You're cooking. I think. I think meaning just like a, uh, b killed her slowly by burning her would probably be uh, the. Sure. Yeah. No, it's awful. It's awful. I'd probably just try to avoid that 
Yeah, you don't burn your dog. I mean, that's something I'm going to try. You don't burn your dog alive. You don't do it. It's just one of those things you don't do. Your in-laws, your in-laws is one thing. Your fucking daughter is something completely different. There was a lot of Greco-Roman flashback type of shit in this episode. Like, they burned people to death. They had, like, ovens set up for people that were shaped like bulls. It was weird. It was very Romanesque imagery in this episode. Not, not to mention where we're about to go right now to yeah. the, uh, to the, to the, uh, the, the Colosseum. I know how to do it. Uh, Steel Saber sent us a message. She says, uh, Stannis is <laughs> dead to me. Before anyone begins Dan and Dave bashing on the Shireen scene, at the end of the episode in the behind the scenes episode, the producers say that they specifically talked to George about this and this is what he told them is supposed to happen. Ooh. Not sure if this has happened in the books or not. But I thought it was a good point to bring up, and that and that's what we're we're saying. Thank you so much, Steel yeah. Sabers. Uh, so no, I mean that's sad. I'm like I had that little bit of hope that at least in the books, Stannis would continue with his integrity and his honor. But yeah, thanks for the letdown. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks. I'm kidding. No, that's, thanks. That's, that's very thanks for telling me that. Happen. Thanks for telling me that what happened tonight because it feels right to tell me that because I feel mm. I have that George R. R. Martin made me feel bad feeling inside. Yes. So I know that this came from George. You could just tell. You can oh. tell by the way it makes you yes. feel that this George. came from George. Compare this. Why do you keep breaking my heart? Compare this to like oh. the Sansa rape scene, which a lot of people were horrified <laughs> about and all that sort of stuff about Dan and Dave created this and did this yada yada. It's a different sort of feel where. It's like it's a George thing. You just have this icky feeling inside mm. you that like is gonna stick with me for months. You no, know you just got yeah. fucked by George. Right yeah, we just ass. got fucked by George yeah. in the ass. We fu- we got one of our one of our big tells here. Stannis is not the manis. No, and you and you know guy. this. Bad daddy. You know that it's not a, a TV fucking in the ass because D and D would have done something like have the wolf jump out of nowhere and save Shireen's life. Do the John but George jumping, fucking R. R. Martin, least. author of books and novels, has the bitch burned at the fucking right. stake. Good. No, I like, do want to say something. I do want to say something, and then I will drop talking about the books. Uh, M. C. Dicker, great name, says they never directly say that Stannis signs off on it. He's a hundred miles away in the book, so theoretically, oh. all theoretically, all it's spo- all it says from the books is that Shireen probably dies. So it doesn't say. I, I, but I don't want. We don't know my that. We don't know that. Yes. that and, th- and that's the point that we're all playing the speculation game. And that's what's awesome. Starting next week, after next episode, we're all at an even play. It's time to oh. it's time to play the game. But we'll talk about that next week. So so here here we go to applause. Fucking applause. The drums and marine. We see that sp- that spoiler picture shot that we saw with Danny sitting with his dar and uh, Tyrion. That the the big thing that we got on the preseason to show you that Daenerys and Tyrion were gonna meet up at some point. Masanda. Yeah, I'm not down with hubby. I hope he gets killed quick. He did. He died. What? Yeah, he died in that scene. He, he he got killed with uh, one of the uh, harpies killed him I believe. I'm oh, trying to keep it interesting. God. I'm almost positive that one of the harpies killed his dar. Oh, cha- and come on, he looked like he had set that shit up. It did. It did. He that he at least that sin. But yeah. if but he but if he died there then theoretically he didn't set it up. He wasn't well, responsible. Oh, he no. just didn't expect to die. Right. He was in on it and just didn't expect to die. Yeah, yeah. The other people who are like, oh, he's married to the queen, who he's maybe, maybe, maybe not like 
uh, talking off or or down talking the evilness of this woman. He's married to her. You can't trust him now. He set this up. You got to kill him in the onslaught yep. as well. He's betraying his queen. Because in the us. aftermath, he may be looked at as more <clears throat> the most powerful in the city. So he's got to die during that as well. Sure. Uh, someone said, uh, who said that in the chat? Uh, as crazy, uh, Dr. Pavel says, Cersei is more batshit and crazy and insane. Yeah, she's the most batshit crazy. If we're doing that insanity hierarchy, uh, Cersei's on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that well, would be an interesting study. Yeah. Who's most psychotic? <laughs> yes, the the best. Uh, the Shrubber says, "Welcome, to Shrubber." The uh, the best line, the best line delivery of the night was Dario telling the other dude to shut up. Yeah, Dario was awesome. I actually it really like. It was an interesting exchange. Dario to, stepped up this episode. I like Dario in this episode. I have to yeah. say, I, I, can't, I can't lie. I, I, I was, yeah, di- I was, was digging Dario. Like, he told him to shoot. Yeah, he basically had to eat a little crow himself. There, you weren't the only person that ate a little crow tonight. Dario had to eat a little bit. Yeah, but it's okay because he came back and hubby died. Uh, no, but he he ate a little bit of crow to start, but then Tyrion proved him right. See, we, now crow is delicious. We have another. Why vo- is that a bad thing in your world? <laughs> we have another voicemail. Let's play it. I'll tell it's you how I quantify evil. Uh, Joffrey was first. Uh, no one has been more evil than that dude on the show. <laughs> uh, Mary Trent is a pedophile. So, to me, yeah. that's, like, the most evil thing you can be. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Killing his own daughter doesn't trump that to me. Yeah. <laughs> and Ramsey is, I guess, third in this evil list. <laughs> so, Stannis would probably be somewhere in the top six. And, yes, I can quantify evil. Evil isn't <laughs> just evil to me. <laughs> there the are hierarchies of evil that you can go to. That's my thought. Bye. Awesome. Thank you, dude, for keep going. Thank you for for going. It's all about what touches a nerve in each individual. Right, because... Because evil is evil, and it's awful. Right. You know, you want to start quantifying evil. Once you put something in the evil category, okay, what may be more evil to you is not more evil to me, but they're both evil, so they're both. The shrubber... It's like asking someone what your greatest fear is. I just want to jump in the... Fear is fear. I just want to jump in the chat for a second. Uh, Thank you so much, Shrubber from Brazil. Thank you so much for your comment. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Love it. Keep it up, guys. Uh, Bruce says Crow gives wolves indigestion. Um, well, yeah. It's not indigestion so much as it's gas, and I'm going to be in trouble. You heard the burp. Hey, Va- keep something secret. Farcloud Far says crows might taste okay, but they're still liars. And Vaughn asks, <laughs> All crows are liars, yes. You know, they are the messengers. That's all. They tell people what they're sent to tell them. Mr. Pabogist says, Unsullied just keep getting their asses kicked. Yeah, they do. Unsullied, yeah, my ass. They they they're getting their cocks and balls cut off for no reason if they're getting they're their heavily sullied. Oh shit! They're sullied in the worst well. Here's ways. the thing too. They're they're a lot like America in Vietnam, so to speak. You know, like they're made to fight an, a, a war a certain way. They're trained a certain way for sieges in rows with their spears, shield wall, this Ballet. kind of bullshit. Yeah. They're not trained to be peacekeepers and policemen yeah. and no. guards of the city. It's completely same with different the sec- kind of thing. Same with yeah. the second sons. The second sons yes. are, are should be out there pillaging and shit like that and conquering yeah. stuff. They shouldn't right. be They're playing defensive. To do something they don't do. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so some guy comes out and starts the night. Uh, welcome, speaking Valerian. Welcome, Queen. Welcome, everybody. As everyone shares, Dario's there first, too. And the first fight is strong versus quick. Danny doesn't like the whole thing with the intro as we wait for it to start. As Hisdar says, there, we're waiting for you to clap your hands. Everybody, clap your hands. Uh, we're Lambda, Lambda, and Omega Moo. And she claps her hands, and the place goes crazy. As she's amazed and she looks like amazed that and horrified as well. She's She's a combination of both. Uh, Like amazed that these people are into it is what I what I wrote. Yes. The passion that follows this. She sees it as savage. Everybody is silent. This is a crowd. Like, come on, imagine imagine being at uh like Foxborough Stadium's even too small. Like uh, like like uh I don't even know. The Coliseum. One of the bigger, like the, the Coliseum, uh, even bigger, yeah. even like, just imagine this, this was like, very Roman. there's a hundred thousand people sitting in a circle, not a single fucking one of them. You can hear a pin drop. Yep. They're all waiting for her clap. The queen. They want to hear the start of the game. Are you saying Daenerys has Royal the clap? Approval. No, sorry. Oh, <laughs> she's got the ultimate crap. She's, clap. she's crap. got the clap. Oh. Daenerys has got the she's clap. Queen. I've been crap. <laughs> so Feeling. Dario gets in the gets starts uh starts talking his talk and starts getting uh an an, an ego boost from remembering his glory oh, days and he starts yeah Joe I gotta interrupt you I'm sorry for comment Tara Thralls good good night oh personal good night <laughs> from Tara Thralls oh thank you thank you Stacy E says say what you want about the Unsullied but if they aren't there Danny's dead before Drogon even lands good very good point Stacy. Yeah, at that point, it seemed like she was dead no matter what, and Drogon was also. Right, you gotta give a a big thumbs up to, you know, Jorah for saving her life. Not once, but maybe twice. At at least twice. Um, Dario as well. Tyrion! All of them stepped Tyrion, saved Missandei. Oh, you fucking giant. Pete's live music. Yeah, I'd put 20 good Omega moves up against the Unsullied and the Harpies any day. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) No, this this thing, this scene, this whole progression, I was on the edge of my seat. I was whimpering. I was growling. (sighs) I was howling. I couldn't control myself. Especially when Tyrion, oh, Tyrion the warrior came out. Azimuth Game says, uh, she says that stadium wasn't that big. They, uh, they walked across the field pretty, 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 uh, <laughs> pretty, uh, but, uh I, I lost, know, I lost the comment a little bit, but maybe it's, maybe it's Foxborough size, which is a small, uh, relatively small, small NFL stadium. Stacy, sure. Stacy says, uh, Danny has the clap, perhaps grayscale now. She needs a checkup ASAP. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so many does. questions. Oh my God. Oh. What did you do, Jora? You, Ugh. I, like, I keep waiting for him to reveal. I, I oh! So he does not love her. Dario gets in on this whole. Maybe it's not contagious until a certain point. See, I have no. so many questions. No, it's, I think, I think from what we, uh, I think from what's been said and what's been said in the comments, a lot of people have put some really good information in the comments. You can check, you can check it out from uh, the last couple of videos. Uh, it's direct contact from where the, the breakout is. That would need where the breakout oh. would would need to touch her. 
I believe. Okay. So, so but, don't touch but the stone scales. But then there's the consideration, like he's sweating a lot. Yes, Does that's why I said that earlier. That deep? is it pussy? Is it no, juicy? It's stone. Is it stone bloody? Don't bleed, yo. Stone oh, don't sweat. Oh, it's cracked. It's all cracked. Tara says, Joe, no, I'm still here. Wouldn't miss a minute of you guys. I checked out a lot of other reviews of Game of Thrones, and you guys rock the most. I was saying goodnight to someone else. Damn you, Joe. She was saying oh. goodnight to someone else. Oh, sorry. Well, well, Joseph, why did you leave us? <laughs> Joseph, come back! Firecloud says the fighters I'm formerly known as the Unsullied. No, not so much. Now they're just a, a U symbol. Yeah, Tyrion in his Blackwater axes, <laughs> dragon. They're formerly known as Unsullied. Yeah, the form- now they're all being sullied. In now they're just a U. This, now they're just Especially this symbol. Especially now that Tyrion is here. <laughs> so, he is an expert in sullying. So Dario showing that he's always wrong. This Dario's always wrong. Says, bet your money on the small man. Tyrion says, yep, good bet. Always bet the small man. His Dario gets into this whole thing about uh, about just talk, just talking shit. I mean, this scene's just going back and forth. Uh, his Dario kind of being a dick. Dario and his Dario going back and forth and having sort of a jealous, uh, jealous. I'm sorry, but you know what I'm getting thing. out of this too? Like, I'm getting a. a- you know, like really like yeah you're so <clears throat> sword yeah okay but do, like how many how many like how many times have you been around a soldier or anybody who's who was like i'm the kick-ass warrior of them all i kill you know i burn villages and you know like it just it seemed a little like uh r- really like you're you're boasting this shit like it just seemed like Canis must macho. Yeah. It seems like he likes to talk a lot more than he maybe is. He's just one of those guys that talks up everything he does. Oh, I went down the street. I got the paper off the side of the street. I, you should have seen me braving the elements. I was the well, best paper grabber on the street. The best. I think he knows Dar has nothing compared to what he has to say. So he can throw out petty shit. So too. why even throw His it out? Is a you weak look weak in boy. front of your girl that Agreed. way. Agreed. Cla- it's Kianis Masmacho. Claudia Jacobson says. Uh, Claudia Jacobson says this. The grayscale is on his forearms. His sleeves go all the way to his hands. He was fully covered. Uh, Drogon's like a teenager, teenage age right now. Says Hanjar Sir. Tara says I don't usually laugh at beheadings, but this one was hilarious. <laughs> There's always been enough uh, deaths in the world for my taste. Uh, I can do without it in my Never leisure. My leisure time says rock biologist is what Tyrion says here. Tyrion's the only cool thing in this scene. As uh, or, or I mean, I mean, Danny's kind of not bad in the scene, like rolling her eyes at Dario and his Dario going back and forth. But Dario's yeah, all jealous. To be eating up Dario and rolling her eyes at his Dario. Exactly. Yes. And he's going on about uh, Dario's going on about his speed and his dagger and how everyone and guys like you, his Dario, probably always doubted me and I'd always win. I could rest easy as the small guys always win. You can just see Tyrion's just uncomfortable. As Tyrion, yeah, he thinks they're both fucking dicks. He really like you yeah. like he thinks they're both full of shit, which is what I was thinking too. Yeah, he's, he's seeing other examples of what his family epitomized. Like, and at this point, really, at this point, he hasn't had the conversation with Danny. Like, you know that everybody in there is actually still a slave. Stacy, you know this, right, Danny? Like, this isn't like, like these what? are free men here to to conquer and and win trophies. <sighs> I was a fucking slave when I ran out there. Did well, you not see queen. the shackles on I my mean, fucking she arms? A, she has a, a heavy schedule. 
<laughs> still, he's her advisor. He's sitting next I to her know. in the fucking games, two seats away. People Obviously, he's awesome had more contact with her. Jorah had to fight his way all the way back to the fucking place. PVE 1010 says he touched her approximately 5.5 times. SM Down says Dario has has a uh, Darth Rake sword, presumably from killing <laughs> killing one, so he's a good fighter. Stacy E says, I think his Dar was behind the entire thing, and then they killed him to cover it up. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, he looked guilty. He, he, he oh, I was just making sure everything was all yes. set. <laughs> he at least knew about it. He just didn't know that he was going to die in the process. He may have even known that they were going to kill the queen and hoped for it because then he could have power. Right. A couple, Wouldn't that like kind of make him king? A couple yeah. of people are also speculating but, that maybe Dario is behind all the uh, all the harpy stuff. So uh, I just wanted to put that out there. A couple of people are suggesting that in the chat. A cell sword is always no, a he, cell then, sword. he then kills her. He turns around and fucking slashes her in half. Game over. Unless he has a long con going on for some reason. Yeah. They, yeah, they were in pretty dire straits until Drogon came along. Right. Yes. So his his Dar says... Uh, uh, if he had turned, if he had turned, that like, it would have been down there on the sand and he would have taken uh, Jorah. They would have started fighting, and it would have given all those harpies time to get in yeah. and, and fucking slaughter uh, Misande and Tyrion. <laughs> His dar isn't it? Yeah, once he came face to face with Jorah, and they both had that moment like, yeah, we we'll kill or? each other later, but right now it's about her. <laughs> then you kind of knew that he wasn't the dream. Right, if she doesn't stay alive, Neither of us yeah. gets it. You guys in the chat are cracking my his dar was uh too late for the flash mob. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't up on his choreography. <laughs> his dar his dar was collateral damage. Uh they got the he uh he, he gave her the clap too. That's how Tanny got the clap. Yes. It, and a lot of sons. Maybe they didn't all know hands off his dar. Well, and they maybe some of them are like, fuck him. I, I had bad business dealings yeah. with him. I, they like I fuck imagine, that whole family, fuck them all. Like I imagine they just didn't good, care. Good night, Apulia. Have what a if he gets killed, whatever. Have a good night, Apulia. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining us in the chat. Wait, who's leaving? Apulia's hey. leaving. Have a good night. Sleep well. Aww. So he, so he, his dar says. Uh, Darian goes into that thing that someone said in the chat earlier. He says, uh, "I've seen enough." death in real life i don't want to see it in my leisure time his dar says well violence leads to change no doubt Tyrion says well that's easy to say when it's worked out in your favor his star says wait wait, wait, i wasn't talking about me i'm talking about necessary conditions uh for for greatness danny says what it it kind of just goes what the fuck's going on over there what the hell are you talking about and uh these fights are for a greater good. And he says, yes, it's for a greater good of the greater city of Marine. Marine's been around before us. We'll be here after us. And we're honoring Marine by doing this, yeah. which to which Tyrion responds, my dad would like you. Cause that's something that oh, Tyrion yeah, would say. Which means I want Big, you dead. Yes. Huge insult. <sighs> Oh, I love Tyrion. Love him. I love him. So as he, uh, he elevates every scene, giant he is, lion like he can have Lannister. two words, but just his presence and the face he gives. <laughs> Woo! DB says, great. rewatching as we speak, it's actually on this scene right now. Great timing. Great fucking yes. timing. Oh, uh, how correct are we? 
the trigger man Woo! says Dario is getting some booty. He's not giving that shit up. And uh, t- <laughs> Auto Matrix says uh, Tyrion needs a drink. Uh, oh, he does, yeah, Auto. He really at does. Least. <laughs> and no, Bruce, you're absolutely right. Danny will never marry Dario. There no. could never be a marriage there. No. And why would he want to really marry her? He's, he's you know, he's no, their relationship cuckold in is his dark. And that's just love. it, too. Like, come on. Like, he's married. Like, you really, you got to talk shit to this guy? You're fucking his wife. Like, <laughs> You're standing behind him, uh, like, yeah. come on. Ben- like, you don't need to talk shit. You look like Janice a penis. Benjamin wants to add, imagine the terror if all three dragons were together in that arena burning ah, people. Yeah, I was thinking I that was too. So hoping, I was screaming it when Drogon showed up. And I call I call bullshit that he, any of those ah, people didn't run immediately, that they were still there to throw fucking spears at the dragon. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, sure, I want this bitch dead, but I'll fight her again tomorrow. I'm fucking out. I ain't getting burnt. I ain't getting eaten alive by this fucking dragon. No. Are you kidding uh, me? I just hope this inspires her to release his brother and sister. We've if got they were there, there wouldn't have been any chance of Drogon being in danger. We've got they would t- have taken all of those people out. She needs to be a good mother, take the example from Drogon, and set her family free. Absolutely. For all kid. those people who ah. are wondering, for all those people who are wondering, last time uh the dragon fucking showed up when they started She's rioting outside when she she was in distress. She was yeah. in distress again. Drogon came. He like sensed it. That. He, he sensed it. His mama. He so, knew it. So uh we, we got a text from Boston. Shireen got grayscale from a doll uh as yeah. a child. So how is it that Danny wouldn't get it from Jorah by just touching him? Seriously. Well, well here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's speculation uh... on Stannis's part that it came from a doll. You don't really know exactly how she got it, and it it it's caught in other ways aside from touch as well. So that's not the only way you can get it, but maybe that's one of the ways by touching the scale. Well, I mean, if the scale, if the grayscale patches are what's infectious, you rub the doll on those. <laughs> Stacy says, but if they're sepia and juicy, then. No, no. Ah, gross. Any touch can do bad. Stacy says no arrows, no crossbows, but we just happen to have a bunch of dagger uh, spears laying around. Crickets. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't everyone? The common, uh, they are common people that can't fight unsullied. So if they're gonna run, that would have been the time. Yeah, when the dragon came out, that would that definitely would have been the time. So. So, uh, so as the next two fighters get, we'll get. Let's get to it. As the next two fighters enter, Danny says, uh, "says your great to his daughter, your great city will return to dirt one day." And he turns and goes at your command, and she says, uh, "Yeah, if I choose." And I just wrote, yeah. "Nice relationship." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, completely and she's bullshit. Right. She's right. Like the one thing I, I, I kind of, I, I said before, you know, I was glad it was kind of her terms. And she was one that pushed for this marriage. And like, I had to go back and say, I like the way it was done in the book and that he was begging her. Hmm. You need to marry me. You need to settle the city. This will, this will bring everybody to peace. You just got to marry me, marry me, marry me. Like it just, maybe, I don't know. I, I didn't like, I don't like this guy then. I don't like the guy now. <laughs> he's fucking dead. Good riddance, piece of Very shit. Very glad go, he's dead. Go, like, Agree on I got a question, Phil. What happens when the White Walkers get past the wall to all the places that people haven't been burning the fucking bodies. Yep. <laughs> it's going to get dangerous. It's going to get to... Dis- can they infect already dead bodies? Yes, yes. They, they can rise any dead they, they want. Can. 
dead, the dead, are, the dead are their domain. Like the dead are the better. Joe, the dead are the better. Did not die. Because I imagine they rot as they march. But as long as the, like skeletons were up and going, that yeah, so, well, they are. rot as they march. Somebody, they somebody did an. Uh, it might have been. Uh, I mean, it might have been Red Team Reviews that did a really good video on that about about and uh, a couple of other people that have talked about that. The way that they're bringing, they're obviously being brought back to dead, uh, not because of some infection that's turning them into zombies. They're being brought back by White Walker magic. So so there's yeah. a force that binds them. So that way, even if the bones are kind of uh, dissolved, they can still bring back uh, people pretty much at any. And the magic that the magic that brought them alive wasn't. A lot like when you, they tried to run after Braun and the and the and the weird chick children that couldn't throw of the forest. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it, it like pops the skeletons pop. When Fire starter. Oh, Bran. Yeah. What did I say? Braun. Bran. Bran. It's it's been a while. It's been a while since we talked about Bran. So so Tyrion says. Uh, to, in response to his dar's whole thing here, it says you're very uh, you're very eloquent, but that doesn't always mean you're right. In my experience, yep. eloquent men are just as right as imbeciles most of the time. Fucking Tyrion, yep. you got Tyrion. And uh, and we're distracted in the scene by Daenerys's eyes focusing in on Jorah. Well, you know how, how true is that for Tyrion? Tyrion's a fucking eloquent man, very eloquent. Uh, the spider, very eloquent, knows how to weave some fucking words. Even Peter Baelish. So, and none of those three are imbeciles at all. Nope. Not even close. And those are like the best weavers of words that we've seen on this show. Absolutely. So, so we're distracted by Daenerys's eyes focusing <clears throat> in on Ajora, who is speaking Valerian out there and kind of doing the whole... Uh, doing the whole uh, presenting to the queen stuff. And uh, Daenerys's eyes start focusing in on him as he's saying, oh, to, I'm fighting for the glorious queen. Dario and Tyrion look on, mouth wide open. Daenerys is sort of just giving this fucking A. Why don't you just die? Get the fucking picture. Well, her face went through quite the transition because you saw the... Oh, it's him at first, and then it transitioned into oh, it's Yeah, you don't have to, like Tyrion, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do this. No, yeah, you do have to do this. You have to clap your hands. You have yep. to start the fight. This guy has been told, get the fuck away from me. I don't want to see you. You are never going to get a piece of this. And he keeps coming back. He's a fight, fucking stalker of a ninth degree. And she loves him still. Never going to get In it. In her own way. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Sorry, guys, I got disconnected for a second, but I'm back. Never gonna get it. He's never gonna get it. I hope not, anyway. He doesn't Well, I mean, he's infected. Getting it would be a very dangerous proposition. Very, very good point. Very good point. So, 
He's so, got it. He's infected. He's got he needs the virus. An arm condom? <laughs> a patch condom? So Dario. Oh, 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 oh. A mortar com condom. Yeah, <laughs> he's a stone man now. Well, yeah. But if you're only infected by those patches, hmm. uh, maybe. <laughs> so, so we're distracted by Daenerys's eyes in this situation <laughs> as she just looks mouth wide open. Uh, she's sad, and uh, and his dar says, "Your grace." Uh, to kind of just try to break up the moment as uh, as they just turned, Dario turns to him in the best line delivery of the night. I got to say, Dario hit this line right. Uh, Shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Important shit's going on yeah. there. Shut up. Adults are, <laughs> adults are talking, buddy. Get the fuck out of the room. Get that hat off the bed. Get that fucking hat off the bed. So as How many she, times do I got to say, no hats on, on the, the goddamn bed. bed. So as she claps, the fight starts. And uh, you can just tell this kind of puts Tyrion on tilt a little bit, too. Yes, and, uh, yes. He was concerned for Jorah. Yep. And uh, Jorah does pretty... I mean, he ends up doing all right, but he's getting his ass handed to him for a yeah. while in this fight. He, he's, well, that's a, that made me wonder, too. Like, are symptoms of this disease? Is he weakened? No, no, no. I, 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 think, I think it's just... In this situation, he's he. I mean, he wins. He does. I don't yes, think he's. I don't yes. think he's weakened by the grayscale at this point. At one point, he wins Not by yet. chance, though. Well, that guy spears the dude that's about his about to sword him. Right. And how much do you get weakened by this disease? Look at the final. It's result. no. This this they disease take this. I, I mean, I, yeah, I can start answering. I can start answering some of the facts, but this it can take years and years for this to actually start yeah. affecting him the disease had nothing to do with the way him getting his butt kicked he was be yeah. just fighting a lot of men in a coliseum that are that are that are brawler types and he's yeah. he's a knight when it comes down to it he held his own but it's he did yeah it's gonna be a tough yes. fight for him it's i think he was kind of giving up too like he was kind of saying look queen i'm gonna die for you is this what you want he might have been able to get out of that and that yeah, motherfucker yeah. he pulled off the stupid shit that how many times do we gotta say it, you fucking assholes? Just kill him. Yep. Kill him. Don't what are you waiting for? Put the fucking spear through this prick's fucking heart. Yeah. Look yeah. what happened to you. Look what happened to you, you stupid fuck. Don't you watch TV? Haven't you ever seen an episode of any goddamn any fucking thing with a villain in it? Fucking put the spear through him or you get fucking killed from somebody behind you. Yeah, and maybe that was Jory's agenda to test her because she was very emotive. We gotta facially. say we gotta say thank Maybe you to Ladif who's been watching the show for a while and just sub. Thank you so much, Ladif, for welcome to our thank fucking you. community. So glad to have you. Thanks so much for this for the sub. And if anyone's watching and enjoying what you're what you're watching right now and hasn't already, please hit that subscribe button or hit the like button too. We'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much for all the fucking support, guys. Uh so so as Jorah, he's doing okay, but he's he gets taken down to the ground. He's getting his ass kicked. He's getting in some wins. He kills he kills one guy, and uh, Danny just keeps giving him dead face eyes and looking down. Yeah. He, he picks and up he a. He does keep checking her. He does keep so looking at her. So maybe he's testing the boundaries. Like, should I just die, or does she care anymore? He eventually has a sword battle with 
two with this other guy that seems to go victorious in the first round as we see this third battle going on in the background with this guy with a mask. But uh, we have a sword battle between the two of these dudes. And uh, this guy's kind of kicking Jorah's ass. He's getting beat. Tension is high. The crowd's loving it. Jorah gets his arm hacked at a little bit at one point. Near, I just wanted to point out that he does get his arm in the, I think it's where the grayscale is, got chopped a little bit. But he gets thrown down to the ground, and he's about to die, and he looks to Daenerys for some mercy. Tyrion turns to her and says, you can end this. Hisdar says, no, you can't. And uh, the guy's about to kill Jorah gets stabbed in the back of the head by the man in the black mask. As well, it <coughs> if, if she did end it right then and there, if she, if she did end it right then and there, that would have been a reason for the harpies to attack. Yes, yes. Would it not have? I think they were going to attack no matter what. Well, yes, was, yes, yes, they were. So maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was, you know, making sure everything was in place, like meaning that they're not going to try to fucking kill you in two minutes. No, I think that he Look, was... she's doing everything you guys wanted. She's trying to fit in. She's trying to... Wait, who? Jorah? Well, or no, Danny. Star? By not stopping it. By no, I know. Having the thinking... game. See, I wrote that Daenerys it's... almost had cra- blood. She was thinking that uh, someone else was going to do her dirty work here. <laughs> and a little <laughs> bit that, uh, okay, let him die. Let yeah, her... I don't have to execute him. Right. I think so, too. Let him die yes. in front of me. He want... He's going to get some joy out of dying in front of me. Let him die. I think I think part of her expression was that. I don't like this, but I told. I kept warning this guy, if this is what makes him happy, I guess I'll do it. I don't that's kind of that's you. exactly how it kind of felt make to me, me too. Kill you. And the fight continues as uh, Jor's kind of it's a good fight between the two of them, but Jor's kind of getting his butt kicked as he eventually does this like pretty cool roll move and gets the gets the blow uh, the killing blow inside the night. <laughs> you know, yep. How do you not see that coming? Yeah, I know. Yeah. A sixty-five-year-old oh, man's gosh. doing the doing the roll move. He's like, oh. <laughs> we've all played basketball. you died (laughs) yeah the last couple of guys that survived were very showy yeah they like they were very flourishy but they didn't follow through no follow through there's no never any follow through in this world never any follow through so so uh so eventually, uh, Jorah kind of presents himself to Daenerys as she kind of gives him up. <clears throat> the crowd boos a little bit as Daenerys, Daenerys looks on. Jorah takes one of the uh, takes one of the spears and throws the spear all the way up to the uh, to the, to the the press box where Daenerys and all and the crew are hanging out, and it kills a harpy that's sneaking up yeah. be- behind Daenerys. Saves her life. Yeah, Bruce, Woo! I got to agree with you too. Jorah was badass with the knife. To be able to yes. block what he blocked with that knife uh, and, and disarm someone with that knife, it was pretty badass. Yeah, no, he was very coming. badass. Like, that's I usually like a, 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 like the villain's thing. They have a knife up the sleeve. That's what yeah. like uh, like Jamie used that back in season one when he, when he fucked over uh, Ned Stark's boy outside Peter Baelish's brothel. Like the knife in the sleeve, the the secret dagger and shit. No, but Jorah yeah. used it as well. well Jorah's kind used of well. skirted the line between bad guy and good guy. Interesting. Right. So he's learned his lesson. Interesting question I want to, or comment I want to uh, say from Boris. Welcome, Boris. Uh, I don't see the dragon being as much of a threat as it's built up to be. If a few masked gimps can hurt it as bad as they did, what would a full army do? Uh, maybe when it's bigger, it could cause some problems. That was a contained arena with I don't think more it was than hurt. a few masked gimps. I don't think it was really hurt either. Like, 
I think he was hurting, but he wouldn't have stopped. And right. you got to figure that hopefully in that kind of scenario, you have two, uh, two his two brothers uh, laying firebombs on either side. Let them go. Like, there's got to be some sort of signal to release the dragons, you know. <laughs> Jorah, do, Bill, Bill says, Jorah, do a barrel roll. <laughs> and they're still young. He Tiger really roll. He still has growing to do. Tiger uh, roll. Like, when you look at some of the skulls from season one, when Arya runs by them, that used to be in the in the Iron Throne room, <clears> in the hall there, at the Red Keep. Ah. Uh, those are huge ass fucking skulls. Yeah. This dragon, if it's if it's still only like a year or two old, maybe He's a it's baby. You no, know, maybe they don't get full fucking size for a couple of years. Who yeah. knows? No. Like this shit, he like those skulls were massive. Yeah, he has massive a lot of skulls. growing to do. Ten times he the size of him. Developing to do. He's just at the most an adolescent dragon. Yeah. She needs to let his brother and sister go. Right, Boris. I, I Borislav. I think. Uh, I think those dragons are going to get bigger. I don't think he was yeah. really too hurt by those spears. You know, she pulled it out no problem. How deep could it have been? Well, Very I think of him as kind of berserker. They hurt. They're hurt by the spears, but in that moment, they're not feeling shit. Right. They have to be killed to drop. Right, and if they don't die, they're not going to die. Yeah. So Some shit like that anyway. That's that's my that's my feeling on it. So uh so Dario tries to fight off the harpies that come for her. <laughs> the unsullied are getting killed left and right. His dar says, tries to lead them out, and I wrote right there. Oh, he's leading them into a trap. It's a trap, but yep. he's stabbed to death very quickly. So Jor is suddenly up there and face to face with Danny, and Danny's forced to let him help. And I wrote in capital letters in my notes, he grabbed her with his hand. Yeah. Several yeah. times, but oh, we'll, but we, we've talked. We all noticed that. We've yeah. talked about that at length, though. So we'll we'll just leave that. We'll leave that matzo ball out there. So she looks back at his tar dying on the ground or all dead as uh, as Tyrion steps up to fucking kill her imp mode. For that matter, fuck you, Danny. Pick up a fucking weapon. Don't just grab Melisandre's fucking, fucking hand. What are they, Thalma and Louise? Are they going to jump onto the Grand Canyon like that or something? Protect yourself. Protect yourself. You are your, you are your own best defense, bitch. <clears throat> fucking do something. Show them that you're going to fight too. That they're not just dying for for you. That you would die for them. Like, That's fucking pick up some... To do. Oh. I don't see anything cowardly about accepting death. I hear you. I hear you there, Katie. I hear you there. She she felt like she she did what she could there, which was called Drogon. She could have done more. No, she called Drogo. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Yes. But she what she could have done more? Pick up a fucking weapon. Yeah. Okay. There's no. There is honor in accepting death at some point, but there's also more honor in saying fuck you. What do we say to death, Phil? What do we say to death? <laughs> not today, buddy. Not today. Ro- Rock biologist says Tyrion kill count three. Yep, that's fucking three for Tyrion tonight. No, I think there's more. If you count the black water, I'm sure there's more. No, tonight. Tonight. Uh, uh, oh, tonight. Kill hands. count three. Yes, tonight. Tonight, three. Tonight. Yeah, because really? there's at least two. The night he comes. Eric. Eric Flores says Danny should have a dagger with her or something. Dr. Pavel says expecting Danny to do something is like expecting Cersei to stop drinking. <laughs> yep. DB says when Drogon showed up, I literally was like jumping up and down on my couch with so much joy. Rock Biologist oh, says Masande, 
Masande, I want to keep going, Thalma. <laughs> Tara Thal says, says uh, tears came to my eye when Tyrion saved Masande. Uh, DB, yes. everyone says not, and Bill says not today. Uh, Jonathan says, retweet Danny to fight, like expecting Cersei to stop drinking. Yeah, everyone retweet, retweet that at me tonight. Uh, <laughs> So Davia Major says, who, uh, whoops, uh, everything's scrolling up. Who are they, who or how are they going to release the other two dragons? It's, it's so dark. They're being kept. Danny got scared when they breathed fire at her for chaining them up in the first place. Someone needs to let them out. Uh, Pete Live Music says, Joe's officially turned into Lex Grossman, Tom Cruise from Tropic Thunder. Uh, (laughs) Stacy. Where's the boom operator? Punch him in the fucking face. Wait, so I, I again want to speak up in defense of Danny. Oh, I love it. Do it. She has never been taught to do any of the things that people are expecting her to do, including be the queen and ruler that she has stepped into being. She has never been taught to fight. She was sold care. and traded. Oh, we got a call, guys. We, we have a telephone Maybe. call. Have Let's see. Have it's, you ever been taught yes. to fight? Okay. Not how to actually fight. Hello, caller. What's going on? What's going on? How's it going, buddy? Uh, 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 Joy has earned forgiveness. And one question. Yep. Better battle this one with the dragon or last week in the uh, in the uh, you know in the where Jon Snow was or whatever fighting the White Walkers. Okay, thank you, my friend. Uh, Last week. Last week. Last week, I I think I th- I agree with you that I think Jorah d- uh, got some. Uh, he d- he deserved her bringing him back into the yes, circle. Right? Absolutely, get that motherfucker trust. back in the fold. Yes. He He's... saved her life. He escorted her off the platform down into the arena where Drogo could finally then save yep. her. Yes, he's absolutely earned his place back in the fold. Yes. Um, but no, uh, as far as I think, I think I agree with Katie. I was a little more moved when Drogon showed up, and I was very excited. There was especially. Uh-huh. One point when he was, was breathing so through his, oh, his, he was breathing on like her. His neck, you that could see breath. his fucking neck shivering, like all the scales moving. It was very impressive. But I gotta say, that twenty-minute fucking fight scene last week. Oh, it was incredible. My jaw was yes, on the floor. Yes. We're gonna talk. Time. We're gonna talk a little but, bit more because we got some voicemails about last week. So we'll talk uh, a little bit more about last week at the end. Uh, what do you want to say, Katie? Well, I just wanted to say I was more odd. By last week's battle. Yes. But I was more emotionally moved. Do you know what last week's by ba- the dragon appearing? Do you know what last week's battle made me want to say? Oh, good lord, good lord, good lord. Good lord. <laughs> that, that's what, thank you, Emily. That's what it was. That's what it made me want to say. So. Yeah. So they head out, and it's a serious bloodbath as Jor leads them down to a tunnel that's cut off uh, by some harpies, and Jor kills a harpy as they head yeah. in. And our uh, our Star Wars team head off the Attack of the Clones. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> they they head across the pit. They did have some red shirts. They did have some red shirts, but we had our A team that we knew no one from the A team was going to get hurt. And, and suddenly they're surrounded by hundreds of harpies who are getting ready to go in for the kill. And I'm like, it's it's done. They're going. It's over. Danny's dead. Oh, as she's oh, more sc- and more. as she's scared, the unsullied are trying to fight, but they just get I was, beaten down. That shocked me. All those faces, I was shocked. Yes, yeah, they just started rising. 
from yep. everywhere and coming out of everywhere. And then we see Tyrion killing people, uh, Jorah's killing people, Dario's killing people. Danny's so scared, but she's just sitting there being, I'll give her defense. She was being very brave in this moment. She wasn't running. She wasn't cowering. She, she was, was standing strong. She was standing. And, yes. then, and then again, like Thelma and Louise <laughs> grab Masande's hand. This is goodbye, Thelma. We're, we're, oh, Harvey no. Keitel's oh, not yeah. getting to us. And they uh, close their eyes and you hear it. Fucking Everyone hears it. Roar. Everybody, every single head in that it fucking echoes. stadium turns. Yes. Robot. On his fucking way. About time, too. He was kind of late. Yeah, a little late. late. The party, well, yeah, a little how late. fast and far did he have to fly? I was wondering. Like, if she's calling for him in her mind, or her emotions, or however he senses that she's in trouble, what if he's on the other side of whatever planet Like, yeah, on? all the way. Like, like for example, let's say, like, take a look at the map behind me here for a second. This is where we last saw Drogon in Valyria with Jorah mm -hmm. and Tyrion on their boat. Right around here in the, in the testicles on the map, okay? We're up in Marine now. Yeah. All the way over here. That's a good distance away. A good flight. A good flight. So who the fuck knows where this dragon was, how long he's been close for, when he decided to come back, like, how fast he had and far he had to fly to get there is what I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, when she sends out the uh, EBGB vibes, was he on his way back the whole time? Did he sense this way ahead of time and he was en route yeah. beforehand? He sniffed out Jorah's uh, Jorah's stone stone uh, stone virus attempt assassination. Yeah. How from... much danger and distress does she have to be in for him to sense it? Right. And how far away can he sense it from? So Ooh. questions abound dun, dun. with this Ooh. magic shit. George, you gotta answer some questions, you freaky fuck. Semantics are important. You got some splain in the door. Some <laughs> so, so, so fucking Drogon. Yes, it's fucking fire time as he heads in there, and it's time to roast some harpies as he comes in. Fucking hell, he lands down. She smiles like, "Holy shit, it worked!" Oh, as he just starts burning the fuck out of people. And I just more than anything in the scene, who well, I the love. First thing he does is bites one in half. Yeah, bites one in half. Makes a move. That's my bites mama. Picks him up and shakes him like a kitty playing oh. with a mouse. That was beautiful. So Tyrion, I love Tyrion in this scene. He's just like, what the fuck is going on? Holy you know, shit, that, this is real? This is really happening? Even though he saw the dragon in the sky, seeing it up close is something different. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, do you ever get used to seeing Because now dragon? you know it's not just dragons are back in the world. Now Tyrion knows for sure exactly what Jorah was saying yep. about about you know walking out of that yeah. fire with dragons on her and shit like she like, is she the is the this dragons. is his her child like yeah. he showed up when she was in trouble he she walked right up to him tried oh. to like he became he had spears sticking out of him he was trying to fend off people from killing yeah. her and and killing him and he still takes the time to say i love you mom which i'm like come on danny what the yeah. fuck are you doing Say good. Say hi after he's done eating your fucking enemies. Don't well, distract him. Let him keep rampaging. I just want to say it's interesting that they did that thing 
with him breathing on her that way. Yes. That's Exhaling a big very, time. And I also oh, takes a cue so nice. from the horse world. And I also Horses, when they oh, meet each other, they share breaths in a way of greeting each other and saying, I'm safe. I love you. We can be friends. Let's hang out. They breathe in each other's nostrils like that. This is from the animal king, like that, and that I thought that was brilliant. If he that, yes. especially, is something that they were thinking, like that's not like a I'm gonna scare you. That's a no, greeting. A that's a hello. Action. There wasn't fire. Like if it was like I'm trying to scare you, or I'm afraid of you, or I want to attack you, or I'm trying to scare you, it would have been fire. We, we have another yes. call. Let's let's take this call. Hello, caller. What's Woo! going on tonight? Hey, Phil, how's it going? It's going well. How about yourself? Hey, this this is Bill. I don't know if you... Hey, Bill. Uh, uh, Bill, Bill Sutherby. Oh, Bill, how's it oh, going, Bill man? Bill, nice. Bill well, welcome, dude. I got, I got a, I got like kind of a question and a prediction, and it won't be. I'll, I won't. I'll avoid spoiling. Please the do. Plot from what's oh. coming up, but do you think that they might take the Sand Snake and put them into Quentin Martell's stories? From the plot what he does. I I definitely think that they're gonna be mixing all of that up in together and, and connect that stuff. I do think that's gonna happen. And I also think without getting too far into it, they're going to be combining a lot of the Dorn stuff with Varus and Ilario stuff and kind of combine that all into one big hodgepodge of a plan, I think. All right. I would love to see and then that one, because I one think last thing though with the Shireen scene, I needed I got a bottle of Dornish red and a bag of High Garden Green to cope with, <laughs> yep. with what happened. We need it. So, we need it after that. I believe with you too, Bill. All right, thanks, guys. Good awesome show. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for thank you for calling in. Talk to you later, Bill. Oh gosh, I agree with it. I agree with Yes. I think Varys and Dr. Bashir would have great chemistry with each other. Yeah, and I got to say this, too. I smoke a lot of marijuana. Yes, I do. I hope I'm not offending anyone out there. I don't give a damn. Because uh, I love weed, and I feel like y'all do, too. Yes, I do, too. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it, God damn it. I, I do, too, Emily. I love it. Bill and Emily are going to be getting together in Highgarden. Somewhere yeah. High between Highgarden and Dorn. Hanging out yeah. in Highgarden. Thank you so much, guys. They're gonna meet right here in the mountains, probably maybe in the high tower or something, right on the on the way through. Well, I'll go for the best. <laughs> At the sky reach, yeah. God, sky God, reach. I love you guys. I'm sure, there's a good uh... meet up in Sky Reach and reach for the stars, baby. Oh my. <laughs> oh my God, I, I gotta, I, I gotta say, I love you guys so much in the chat and calling Absolutely. in tonight, guys. All of so you, every single one of you. So here we go. So uh, roasted time is Danny sees and uh, he takes a spear, but uh, they keep throwing spears at him as they as. Uh, as Danny sees he's dangerous, she calls him and walks yeah. towards him, and she pulls the spear out as he gets in her face and then does the thing Katie was talking about, the horses, and uh, she touches him. As I think it's really cool that they did this scene where in a lot of movies and TV shows, they'll have this moment last like for three or four minutes of like this yeah. romantic, not a romantic, but this like slow moment of the two of them looking at each other and all that sort of stuff. But they didn't do it for too long. They had another spear come in almost right away. Yeah, they were shredding his wings. Right, they're, you're and in the middle of being the attacked. They're going to try to kill the dragon too. Yeah, and then keep the other two dragons that you got locked up. Yep, Absolutely. which she needs to release. 
so so Jorah looks on and uh as uh she sort sort of starts realizing that Drogon's in danger. I don't yep. think he's in total I think he'd peace out if he knew he was in complete danger. He would have fought for her as long yeah. as she wanted him to fight. I think no, he no, would have no. died for I her. I think he would have died for he her. He would have died well. for her too. And that's Absolutely. what she had it, like he came in to take care of her and protect her, but he's still young, he's impulsive. She's mama. She had to get him out of this. And that's why she flew away on yes. him. Yes. Absolutely. Because she has to protect him as well. Because he would have laid down his life. But what's that saying? So she's protecting the dragon, but she's not protecting all the other people that are being slaughtered in that in that area right there. No, and I gotta she say, well, she's done fly what she that could. dragon around this. She needs oh well, no. she doesn't know the complete if she has that connection, that integral Where's connection. Where's the kid from How to dragon. Train Your Dragon? But yeah, exactly. She has no idea how to actually control him, tell him what she wants. We all hope Tyrion She's working on book. instinct right now. My big question, though, is after she flies... Oh, so she climbs up on the dragon. She flies off on the dragon and... We get a kind of cool, uh, as Katie mentioned earlier in the show, a uh, never-ending story sort of yeah. feel about the scene. Where I we, wanted to scream oh, at Where we get the da- Daenerys. And then everybody in the look, and then we get the view of the whole team on the floor, uh, Jorah, Dario, Masande, and Tyrion, oh, especially Tyrion's face. Say, what was that, Katie? Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, that's okay. I just wanted to say, Joe pointed this out while we were watching it, and I noticed it too. Drogon was very spiky. He oh, was yeah. thorny. She and she climbed right on. It looked mm. like she was riding side saddle too when they were actually flying away. So she was kind of just like holding oh, on. Oh, that seems so She's the new queen of thorns. Dun dun. Yeah. Sorry, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I'm kidding. That was horrible. That's another title. That's another title That's for her. Horrible, That's horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, it was... I don't think it was. <laughs> I kind of. I... I much it like works. Danny. I kind of like it. It works. So, my, but my big question there is okay because Daenerys flew off in a dragon. The harpies are going to not try to kill Tyrion, Jorah, and Dario and Masande. They're just going to stop. Yeah, sure. I'm wondering about that. They may be so odd that she could actually ride the dragon. Right. That they they drink the Kool Aid suddenly. They're like, oh, yeah. Misa, Misa, Misa. They may have thought that the because she's been searching for her dragon and she locked the other two up. So they all may have stopped believing that she was the mother of dragons. Yeah, dragons hatched in her presence, blah, blah, blah. But they don't like her anymore. She locked two up and one of them abandoned her. So they may have had no faith in the fact that she had a connection to the dragons until that moment. This really brings back to everybody's mind that witnesses this, that she is the mother of dragons. she She has dragons. That they are there, they are going to kill you. It doesn't take long for people to decide that a dramatic story is just a myth. We have to thank our warging specialist uh, that that uh, our our friend uh, Niche One Hundred says. Ooh, thoughts on tonight's episode? Ooh, Marin Trent likes him young. He should uh, look to Davos and learn what a healthy relationship with a young girl can be like. Sorry, <laughs> could have been. Uh, sorry, could have been. Burn in hell, Stannis. One, tr- one true king or whatever. I hope Brienne gets you good. Way to oh, offer. Oh, no. come on. Brienne. Who's going on Brienne's side? Go kill that motherfucker, Brienne. Do us a favor and fucking kill that yes. motherfucker. It you all- deserve a win. And Rand- you deserve I want to see win. Brienne just going around. 
Rampage. We need Brienne to do some serious action next week. And also, way to offer your Khaleesi a grayscale ridden helping hand, Jorah. And Tyrion, ah. Tyrion better get a saddle making really soon because drug on spines sure do look uncomfortable. Love you all. Keep warging. Niche 100. Thank you, but Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you so. Thank you for teaching me how to war. Into that I am wolf, a young, yeah. Thank young you, young warger, and I am learning. And you helped me so much. Thank you. <laughs> Stacy E says the harpies are mass cowards, bad fighters, yes. and only act tough in numbers. Someone spoiled yes. something from uh, Boris says, Bill, spoiler alert: Martin dies before he writes book fourteen. He dies in the toilet <laughs> while taking a poop like Tyler. <gasps> Book 14, oh, I'm sorry. No. How dare you spoil okay, book 14 for us. Legends such as Bonham and Elvis. So, so guys, let's get to a couple of voicemails that we have. First from our very good friend, Alexia. Alexia, thank you so much for calling in. I kind of combined a couple of her messages into, into one, so this is a few different messages. So let's hear from Alexia here. Hi, Bill, Joe. I watch you guys' um, YouTube Ward. Um, channel. Ooh. I absolutely love the Game of Thrones. I don't really have a question, but I did want to say that she has a question I'm later. excited to see that John may have something super special about him. I felt like he got a raw oh, deal does. and that he has um, a great, great quality of leadership. Kind of yes. like it's in his blood. I was really, really, really happy to see that got something special going on and that maybe his future doesn't stop at the um night watch maybe he'll oh, be something greater and i'm super thrilled to see that Cersei gets what was coming for oh, her oh yeah oh I yeah was, like screaming i was so happy she got thrown in so wonderful people finally see that she's the biggest fraud of them uh, all and i hope that they really yes. stick it to her this is for this is questions for um Episode now we'll, eight, we'll get to the question in a second. Yes, I definitely think John's John's special, but we get a couple of couple home, more questions um, here about the episode. Friday right now. <laughs> and this is something so, about what we were talking I about earlier. I haven't seen episode nine yet. It hasn't aired yet. Um, and I'm a little behind because I don't watch you guys until like the following morning. But um, here's my question. Um, I want us to know what exactly is going on with the Stark siblings. Um, I'm trying to figure out why they're not... Um, clamoring to get with each other, like, to see mm. each other. And um, it's like, you know, they're the last of the family they have left, and it I, seems yeah. like they're not very concerned what's going on in each other's lives. I really haven't heard um, Sansa mention Arya since um, Ned died, since the last time they were yeah. both in King's Landing together. Sansa's and um, I haven't mentioned, I haven't seen John mention Arya at all, mm -hmm. um, kind of, and I can't remember, it's been a while, I have the worst memory ever, but I can't remember <laughs> whether um, he mentioned Hence our previous conversation about the uh, high guard. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't mentioned, seen him mention anything else about um, the um, boys since mm -hmm. the last time. Um, so, to, so to answer, yeah, answer your question there, I think for the most part that most of the Stark siblings, rather than John knowing that Bran's alive and Rickon's alive, and now Sansa knowing that on the show world, I think Arya and Sansa probably assume the other one's dead. That's the yeah, feeling. Everybody I assumes Arya's dead. I, Nobody I, has I feel seen like her um, that moment where he met up with the wife. 
yeah i feel like they all kind of just accepted that they may all be dead so we have to live with yeah aria hasn't been seen or heard from since before ned lost his head in season yeah. one nobody really knows aria's alive right now except for brienne and the the brotherhood without banners yeah. that's lost out here in this realm Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, and Sansa, she never seemed to have much of a mind for Jon Snow anyway. So I don't think it occurred to her to think of him until she saw him. And as far as Bran and Rickon, what are they going to do? They're like 10 and 7 years old. And uh, completely at the mercy pretty much of... I mean, Bran made the decision to go up to the tree, way the fuck up here past the wall somewhere. We don't even know where the fuck he is. He's not going to do anything. He's crippled. Hodor's like half dead. Yeah. You know. Uh, and people think and Rick they're and, dead. He's a little boy. And they, everybody in the world thinks they're dead. Sansa thinks they're dead <clears> until <throat> last Excuse until last week. And so there's not much that the that the Stark siblings can really do to get to each other or help each other aside well, from die and like really Sansa comes back and makes herself known or tries to get back. She's in the same same fucking pool as Sansa is. And and I also think that John doesn't know that Sansa's at Winterfell right now and John doesn't know anything about Arya as well. No. See, I think he's oh John might not because he went out to Hardhome. Arya Uh, knew that he was at the wall though. He's a crow. She knew that. Yeah, she could have tried to get that. She initially that was her at the end of last season, it's worth saying that the end of last season Arya tried to go to the wall. Yes, she did try to get to the wall, and the captain took her to Bravos instead. She was like, "I want to go to the wall," and then she gave him the coin, you know. And Alexia, all she kind of did. He he didn't say, "I'm not taking you to the wall." He said, "Okay, you got a cabin." So I think he thought, yeah, like, oh, to... he'll drop me at the wall, and then he dropped No, 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 no. She, no, he, no, he specifically said to her that we're not going up north. We're going to Bravos, and she then gave him the coin. So yeah. we have, we have a second half of that question. Was more than just him having a Valyrian steel um, sword. Um, if there was more to that, um, asking about Jon Snow. Being, yeah, oh, he's got a Valyrian steel sword, like and it's spirit. got something to do with dragonglass and all that yeah. stuff. Maybe there's a little more magical power, maybe in Jon. Maybe he's got something yeah. in his genes. That's gonna help fight the war. Wait, you think Jon Snow yeah. has something special in his genes? Oh, I bet he does. Look, Lord well, Snow. Of course little, he does. Little mini Lord Damn. Snow. White Walker. Why do you think like, he's a I don't know, White Walker Slayer? <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. But um, what, do you, what do you guys take on that? What do you think? Do you think it's just because he has a Valyrian steel, or is there something a little special about it? I think there's a little something special about Jon Snow. I can't cut off. I guess I hit the three minute um, period or time lapse or whatever. <laughs> Um, let me hurry up and get this question out before it cuts me off again. Um, and uh, when do you think Fonza will start to um, use her wits to get back at the Boltons? Um, um, power to hit them hard with, you know, people killing them and stuff like that. I don't really want her oh, to become a murderer. But yeah. I really want her to start, you know, throwing some of this back at them, you know, yeah. some of this mind games that they like to play with her. I wanted yes. to throw that back at Ramsey, and I just wanted to know when you guys think that she was going to start doing that. Okay, I need to hurry up um, before it cuts me off. I love you guys' uh, YouTube channel. Babe, I we love, love you your too. Takes on Game of Thrones. I'm going to be really sad when the last two episodes air. We oh, have nothing sh- else sh- to talk about when it comes to Game of Thrones. But um, you guys are awesome. Thanks for all the info. Thanks for all the um, great videos that you do. And uh, I'm giving you a party. Hey, y'all.
South Carolina. Oh, thank you I, from South Carolina. Oh, I love that. So, so to it, I love that Southern draw. Oh, me too. Thank you so much, Alexia, for your for your questions. Thank you. To, to, oh, so much to say about them too. Yeah. So, Good what, what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Well, with the Sansa thing, I think she is biding her time. She is absolutely hoping for revenge, plotting her revenge. She doesn't have anyone to trust right now. She's on her own. So she's learning as much as she can about her her mm. captors, her semi new surroundings because I, some of Winterfell was destroyed. Uh-huh. I, think I think she's. she's I think she the started time. the path. I think she's well, not quite yeah, she's there yet, but down, she, she's headed. She is now embarking. I think she is about to embark down the path of say a young Peter Baelish or uh, or or even Arya. Well, I think she's Aria, learning her lessons from all of the individuals that have been around her. Yeah, she's and she's going to take her own high road of vengeance. I, I agree. She is on a path of fucking doom. I think she's at the point where she would slit someone's. I mean, I think she. she I. I also think she's start. She has started to do it already at this point yeah. with, with what she was saying to Ramsey last week. I think when oh, she can yeah. full on do it, I think she should be thinking about escape at this point. But once she gets it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Brienne because they need to do something with Brienne next week. Yeah, that that, yes. that needs to happen. Yeah, well, they can't leave her cliffhanger as like looking at, uh, at the tower in the middle of a snowstorm. No, yeah. no they need I don't some. think Sansa's thinking about escape. I think no, she's coming to I terms agree. with the with the idea that she's going to die here and she's going to take as many of the Boltons as she can yep. with her. Great yep. point. Yeah, great point, Katie. And uh, guys, I guess we should stop here with an Emily voicemail. New Emily voicemail, oh, everybody. Here we go. Remember, guys, this is after last week's episode, so things might have changed. Oh, good Lord. Hey, y'all. I gotta tell you, this is me. I gotta tell you, that was adorable last night. I, I was, I tell you, I got in on the show. Uh, I watched it at my son's house. He was in Vegas. I sat in front of that television. I gotta tell you, I was like, Big Joe. I was like, oh, I have never seen, never seen uh, such good special effects when it comes to, uh, the, the living dead, the, the, the zombies. Oh, amazing. Like that. I gotta yeah. say oh, that it so almost good. looked like, uh, uh, in similar fashion to the Urukai, uh, in Fellowship of the Ring, how oh. they were played by mm-hmm. real people. I think that's the big difference. It's when they blend, uh, elements of CGI in with, uh, actual actors. Yes. It, it's yes. just yes. so much, yes. it's so much more organic. It's so much more yes. real. I loved it. I just thought it was one of this this show. That was I think that was the most awesome episode of Game of Thrones I've ever seen. Because I agree. Of that scene. Not, Certainly not the that, best that necessarily, scene, but just that awesome. This show. Oh, jeez. Oh, I have oh, a, a, I know. a question for Big. Oh, and by the way, uh, Katie, I love. I love, oh Lord, I love the wolf. That is adorable. <laughs> you howling, and it's just, it's, you know, I love my wolf. Y'all, I love your crow. Now, the crow is, is, is cute as pie, but 
I love the wolf. The line of who that is that sent you wolf because I'd love to send y'all something. That is a, that is adorable. Anyway, so uh, we'll talk about that at the end. Oh, and, and so you can use my clip anytime you want. You, I was laughing at my ass off. I was hearing my wife sound like a damn fool. Oh, man, but it's, we it's love wonderful. you so much, Emily. Oh, oh and God knows what you're going to use like when, with the thing coming up with Stannis, and that's what I am so concerned about. And I got a question, Joe. Oh. What is the deal with Melisandre wanting to be with Stannis? I mean, we know she's crazy. Uh, I guess you can't consider her crazy. She believes in her calls for Rola and that he is Azora High. But uh, why? <laughs> we take it from everyone, Jonathan. army going to be more successful there with Melisandre. What magic, uh, specifically, that you know about that you could share? Uh, is pertinent to military movements or, or engagement. <laughs> Good that, question. Uh, for example, she yeah. said, if I'd been at the Battle of Blackwater, Y'all wouldn't have died. And I'm well, so what the hell are you going to do, bitch? How, you gonna <laughs> tell, yeah. Uh, what the well, hell are you going to do, bitch? Wait, wait, wait let's let her finish. I'm just curious. What is that about? And I'm scared as hell. By the time you get this, it's going to be next next uh, next episode. And I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Rams is going on this. Oh, this, oh uh, Emily, I can't wait. It's just funny to hear this back in time. Tactical mission to try to, what, knock off Stannis? He ain't going to get Stannis. Stannis is my man, and I'm going to tell you what, he, Stannis makes me horny. Oh, <laughs> oh, I so can't wait to hear what she has to say about tonight's episode. Yeah. Oh, devastation. Yeah. Oh, you poor girl. You're, yeah. you're We're sorry, Emily. Oh, We're Emily, your, your oh. man let us down tonight, Emily. What? Holy shit. I can see why you felt that way before, but now it's but just... Not a, anymore. But so, Emily. As for oh. what magic... What magic does she have? Well, we did see the shadow, the shadow beast that she, she gave a... birth to. And that was pretty powerful mm. shit that, like, for what it's worth, Renly was calling himself a king and there were people calling him a king. So that had to be powerful magic. Who knows have fun, what Boris. the fuck she had. She could have brought of, with her to the Blackwater. She has the power of mind control <sighs> and hallucinations. <sighs> she is a master of herbs and chemicals. Right. And saw, illusion. What saw when she was talking to Stannis' wife, when she was taking a bath, there was all the potions and pots up on the on the shelf there, poisons. She's a trickster. And she, she is definitely a trickster. <sighs> um, it's, it, who knows what she had up her sleeve, but she does have some magic, too. I mean, that was not... Uh, I mean, we mm. saw the shadow beast. We, we did. Saw it. it depends. We on weren't the only ones that saw that shadow beast. Yeah, Brienne there saw it. Brienne Catelyn saw it. Touch a person with and they hallucinate. She oh. made. She made Davos hallucinate. Magic all depends on your definition of it. Absolutely. So Chemistry I, is magic. Science uh, is magic. So guys, there's only one more episode. Next week is the last episode of Game of Thrones. No! So we are done. Everybody in the chat room, thank you no! so much. It's ending too soon. Uh, Emily is awesome, says Rock Biologist. Oh, Bill says, Lord, I cope with grief through Lord, humor. I love you, Emily. Oh, I can't spare wait to not everybody. You, you guys in the so. chat room are so fucking awesome. You guys liking the video, sharing oh, the video oh, helps us so oh, much. We will be continuing our recaps of season one and going into season two. 
after the season's over. Yeah. yeah, Game of Thrones is not going to be over for us next week. So if you want to pass through, I also wanted to mention that I'm not good at doing this, but I just wanted to put it out there that in the description of the video below, you will find a link to our Patreon page. If you're at all interested in any of that, you can check out information on that later. Uh, find the link down and below, and you can uh, check that out if you're interested in that sort of situation. But let's get off that. I don't want to talk too much if about that's that. What you might be into. If that's the kind you of know, thing you're into. But everybody, sure. thank you so much for sharing your thoughts please share your thoughts throughout the please, week and please, please keep the comments please. coming if you haven't already please hit the subscribe button please hit the like button share this video away we like to thank everybody that helped last week's video go fucking nutty crazy we're so pumped for that and thanks for all the new subscribers that we have and hopefully everyone had a good time tonight talking about this episode we'll be back next week to talk about the c the season five finale of game of thrones can you believe it joe can i, can you believe I can't believe it I cannot believe it. I don't want it to end. No. I actually have a shameless no. plug for for myself though. What's that? If you're if you're in the area next weekend, the weekend of or two weekends from now, the weekend of the twentieth, head out to uh, to the Shriners Auditorium in Wilmington, Mass, for the Pop Culture Expo, the game, the, the comic Comic Con, the Northeast Comic Con for the summer. Um, formerly the Pop Culture Expo should be a good time. Adam West will be there, other stars. Um, and on out, it should be fun. Okay, everybody, we will talk to you again next week or we'll talk to you throughout the week. Please keep your voicemails coming. Please, uh, now you know we have a call in line, so you can always call in. I'll have Skype going next week for any international people. At I Got Issues Man on Skype if you want to add me. Issuesprogram.com. I Got Issues Man on Gmail. Thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank you, Atticus. Thank you, Gwen. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Stacey E. Thank you so much. Oh, you guys are fucking awesome tonight. Talk to you guys next time. Woo! Ah, yes. Have a good one, guys. Good night. Tell us what episode of the Issues Program you saw Katie in.